broadcast high internet. <laughs> Welcome internet. Good to see you. Always looking for so I can always count on you to start broadcasting at just seemingly random time. All right. Uh, this will be the last XP roundup for these chuckle fucks. Yeah. So let's get it over with. Uh, Fort, which pick up? And would you? What did you do with your uh, last milestone? Uh, last milestone, I believe I put into strength. I'll have to double check that, but it seemed a reasonable thing to do. But you, you dedicated to bulwark, basically. Yes, dedicated to being bulwark because that's what he is. And really, I wouldn't get that much advantage at going anything else. Uh, as for um, my last advance uh, with uh, XP, at least I ended up getting um, battle rage as one of the things. Uh, it's, which uh, is just helpful for when I'm frenzying in multiple ways. Allows me to parry if I don't all-out attack, and if I uh, can re-roll failed uh, willpower checks to break out of it. All right. Uh, Junior Lieutenant Valerius, which pick up? I rededicated to Commander and picked up uh, Command Plus took Inspiration. All right. Aloysius. Uh, I rededicated. I dedicate myself or whatever. Yep. For that speed, sweet willpower. And then I purchased Sunburst. And no, uh, the big thing. The big thing? Uh, I forget what it's called. Inferno. It's... Oh, is it? Okay. What's. Oh, Sunburst is the AoE. The Sunburst is full auto. Oh, then. Inferno's the AoE. Inferno's the AoE. Okay. The big fire. Uh, a big fire. All what right. What do about it? Vorgan. Melt. This was a pretty good one. Um, I rededicated and got another five points of ballistic skill. Um, I picked up Storm of Iron that lets me distribute my uh, full auto hits out over longer distances. And I got Brute of Burden, which gives me just enough carrying capacity to carry both of my heavy weapons. While everyone else was celebrating the feast, Morgan was pumping iron. <laughs> while, you were, while you were celebrating, the Draugr were training. <laughs> <laughs> And Cordelius. Uh, I got awareness twice. Is it because we spent 5,000 XP that we rededicate or whatever? Yeah. That gives if five points in what exactly? Uh, anything that Operator has. So I think agility, perception, or willpower? Yeah, let's go agility. Intelligence. I already have 54 intelligence. Let's go agility, so I have 54 there too. I'm just going to write it in pen. I don't care anymore. 54. (laughs) All right. Uh, So we'll begin. Basically, uh, as you guys are walking to the air pads. um, Now, listeners, uh, we've we've been sort of going over the the plan of assault for this thing for the past week or two. And uh, so... uh, Garrett, if it's okay with you, uh, if you could just go over sort of the very, very broad strokes uh, of what you're planning to do here. So we're going to land on this tank, and then they're going to shoot us dead. So I guess good plan, good plan. The head of the Kui Vale and the motor pool guys and maybe the Magos and everybody together for the uh, mission briefing. All right. Uh, since you're not HQ, they won't actually like let you do a, a briefing in the officer suites or anything like that so there's like a bootleg sort of setup we uh, shall brief in the coffee hall in the in the motor pool room they clear out one of the tanks so everyone's sort of bunched in uh it smells like oil and dust cool 
Yeah, make sure uh, the pilots are there too. This is only the most important fucking operation. <laughs> I, sh- I should note it's not quite a ghost town around, but uh, this is uh, since you want to leave a little before uh, dawn. Uh, there are already most of the combatants in in uh, Overpass HQ are already out. Uh, the the Imperials began their assault uh, real fucking early, so after a little bit of you know. Not quite panic, but uh, distress. A lot of troops got deployed, including the uh, the bikers. So that's where they're at. But you managed to scrounge up some folks. So, all right, we don't have a lot of time, so I'll give everybody your individual briefings and let you get released as quickly as possible. In short, what we're going to be doing is, well, we are going to uh, assault most of the with most of the troops we can manage. Everything that can fly in gets dropped in on the roof. We gather around the stem of the weapon, find our, fight our way to a cargo hatch, and we go down into it. Motorpool and everybody in the support team, your job is to stay f- as far away from them as you can while engaging the orcs with noise and sound. Take all our longest range weapons and strike them low and hard and try to draw as many orcs out of the, the weapon as possible. So with that in mind, I've got a few notes for each of you here. Any questions? Uh, the right. NBCs have none. I shoot orcs. That's my thing. I have a special gun for it. See, that's my orc gun. All right, everybody. Cornelius, you go talk to the motor pool. Vorgan, see if you can get the the support teams able to shoot straight. All right, I'll try. And Aloysius, I'll have you lead the demolitions team. And Fort, can you talk with the Cuyvale? What do you want me to talk to them about? Try to drive into into their heads that the honor in this mission is completing it and getting back out alive. We're not there to kill orcs. We're there to right, disable so. a weapon. He nods. Oh, and just a quick thing. Um, since since the, uh, the sort of nuances of the battle plan we discussed involve uh, Cornelius driving the uh, lander from inside the tank, is your cog of head plugged in yet? Like, have you tried that out yet? No idea. I don't think so. Okay, just let me know when you hook that up to your brain. I'll leave that to Cornelius if he wants to drive the lander himself or take a pilot. I'll let I'll I'll drive it myself. So I'll go plug that up before going to see the motor pool. Okay, uh, for a moment there is absolute sensory overload as you as your vision is fogged up with numbers and code and addressing uh, you know numerals and stuff like that. Uh, until it gradually settles, but you can see that you have access to every Mechanicus-approved device uh, within about 20 meters Wonderful. if it's capable of receiving remote signals. Wonderful. I don't know what I'm supposed to tell the motor pool. Uh, tell them to get every noise-making device they can together and to take the mufflers off everything. Okay. And well, they'll probably want earplugs. Yeah, I assume. Got it. Uh, we need to do comms as well, or are we figuring they're not on our bands anyway? Yeah, I suppose they're orcs. Well, but if anybody can do it, it's going to be these guys. Uh, we'll uh, just... get our best comm guys on them, and if he thinks we're being hacked, then have him start throwing up a noise. Yeah, we can just flood it. Uh, there's no... Well, won't be any friendly fire. Uh, we can't jam over that large of an area anyway, but... If there's electronic comms, if you want, you want them gone, they can be gone until they figure out the trick and change frequencies or tech. All right, do it when we land for the assault. You got it. Yeah, uh, Otho will basically stay in his command room and uh, 
look over anything comes around with any questions or anybody who needs to come around uh, okay um unless anybody wanted to go through their specific discussions with their uh their assignment um no discussion only gun <laughs> <laughs> no take only throw I think uh, I don't need to go into the scene, but I'm pretty certain Ford at first like made sounding killing orcs very good before like being wait no I need to make it sound like a medium thing, and then um, ended up just trying to be intimidating about it instead. With your 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 new found uh or your your new tattoo uh, actually garnish garnishes you a little bit of respect. Oh great! Uh, but yeah, they, he... they talk about marking another line after this is done, seeing as how big that thing is. It's basically a city. Yeah, and he make and he basically tells them to make sure that they do so they can get that line. All right. Let's just say anything else. You guys, your engines start to spin up. See people, uh, you know, rendering flight suits. Uh, the Kuyavel looking awkward with their grab shoots on. I guess we hit the uh, quartermaster. I I assume this is well, you know, over the night. Uh, okay. Yeah, you can get all the all the uh, stuff we discussed. I, I don't think there's actually anything particularly shiny. I think. Uh, Couple of you got some force fields and a couple of you got some drugs. Yeah, drugs, force fields, sacred dungeons are pretty expensive. Uh, yeah, and anti jam oil, right? Yeah, and uh, stormtrooper carapace. Oh, That's the big one that we got. Yeah, I think yeah. almost everyone got stormtrooper. Yes, and we all got that. Wait, you can get force fields for that. You can get the the, the really bad one, one. Yeah. the the one that uh, blocks on thirty and jams on ten. Yep, I think the poor ones that you have to get jam on fifteen. Well, we don't have to get poor ones with the bottom tier. We'd have yeah. to get poor if we were getting the uh, one the, that explodes into light grenade. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that <blinder>. one. <laughs> yeah, so we just get regular quality ba- bad shield. Okay. If we want yeah, it anyway. Uh, I will grab one. <laughs> Which I presume we do. Yeah. Because I also enjoy having an invulnerable save. <laughs> Invuln saves are good. Why are 40k jokes, folks? <laughs> uh, let's see what else. Uh... Like two doses of stim for everybody and two melta bombs for everybody who can use them. I'm yeah, also your, your guys' uh, your guys's order was a whole bunch of bombs because one of your uh, won't spoil it, but you needed a lot of bombs for that one part of the plan. So, yeah. <laughs> assuming your tank is just filled with bombs. Also, I take a bunch of ammo. Also, our vehicle is. <laughs> yeah, uh, depending on where you keep, like if you guys just landed on the roof, you guys can just have ammo in the lander. Like that's not a problem. If if you somehow run out of it, and it's like five o'clock tomorrow morning to have to fight that long to run out of. I'm ammo. just gonna hold down my gun's trigger and wait till enemies come in my way. <laughs> so yeah, stim, carapace, force field, unguince, ammo. Got it. I also got the cannon and slot. Because you're a nightmare. <laughs> Can you even use the cannon when you're frenzying? No, it's for before I frenzy. How long is that going to be? <laughs> it might be a little bit. And also after I frenzy. The slot's for while I'm frenzying, though. Alright. Uh, so you hear, uh, without your uh, the microbeads and your uh, carapace helmets, uh, it'd be hard to talk to one another amongst the din of two dozen, uh, you know, uh, air vehicles, all VTOL, that's the word, uh, all lifting off at once. Uh, as you get a better and sort of, you know, uh, higher view of the battlefield, you can see that uh, to, to your right, uh, Imperial dominant fighting is intense. Uh, explosions on both sides. 
uh, brutal trench and sometimes melee warfare occurring uh, that you can see uh, up until you're at sort of the, the apex where you guys will need to be to hit the roof. Uh, from here, you can see that there uh, appears to be a couple of uh, rather large objects, heavy machinery of some kind on top of the uh, Ordinatus. Can't tell what they are from this distance. Um, after uh, you guys start making your approach, uh, the cutters, like the actual uh, multiple weapon bearing flying vehicles, uh, start to pull forward a little bit and start blowing open uh, the sheet metal holes on the side. Uh, their first pass sees the top one fall off, the other two stay there. Uh, and as you guys approach the roof, uh, you can see that there is a sort of large flock, probably about three or four dozen uh, Gretchen, all on the side, on the right side, the, the uh, east-facing side of the top of the roof, uh, apparently watching the fighting below between both human factions, uh, while three large ramshackle humanoid attempt to get them into line. And that is the forces on the roof right now. So, uh, I assume you guys drop the tank and uh, basically get going? Yeah, I think so. Yep. Watch out for their alarm, Gretchen. <laughs> Okay, let's get to my map here. Uh, so you guys are dropping, drop, basically dropping off at the stem, right? Yeah. Uh, with uh, two more cutters with the demo team, uh, drop with you. Uh, you have to stay still for at least a round for everybody for them to unload the explosives out of various uh, vehicles. But other than that, you guys are good to go. So <laughs> what's your plan? Uh, on the far side, uh, sort of directly, if you still have the map, uh, Right near the edge, there are uh, two Killicans and a Death Dread and a huge mob of Gretchen, approximately 200 meters away. What is a Death Dread? A Death, a Death Dread is basically the equivalent of a uh, um, an Imperial Dreadnought for orcs. It's a big old orc Gundam almost. <laughs> oh, is that not what a Killican is? A Killican is a Gretchen Gundam. Yeah, it's a baby. Oh, okay. It's a baby Gundam called a Killer Can because it's like a person-sized soda can with buzz saws it's, on it. It's like a, a, it's like almost as, or I think it's about as big as a Space Marine. They're hulking in the game rules, so they're about as big as a Space Marine. Oh, uh, they're about as big as me. Yeah, whereas Killer Cans are the next size category up. They're as big as a Sentinel. So, yeah, there's a picture of it right there. <laughs> uh, th this one painted in yellow and reds of the Cult of Speed. Nice. Look at all those garbages on it. Uh, you guys can't are close enough to it to see equipment. Let's just start pulling binoculars out and stuff. But uh, once it gets close enough, I'll tell you what it's equipped with. So, uh, you guys have a round. Like, they're moving, but their effective range is so small that you guys basically have a round to, before I roll initiative for them. So, Just fire upon them, then? Mm -hmm. Or what? Okay. They're, they are 200 meters away. I can do this. I yeah. all my ranges. Shit. Let me get that Laz cannon. <laughs> so are we? Uh, are we in? Do we have the ability to get out of the tank easily? Or like pop out the top? Yeah. That's a Bane Wolf, right? Yes. Well, uh, I assume that's what you picked, unless you wanted the, the flame one for some reason. Bane Wolf is probably a or the choice. Rhino. 
what is the best gun I could have that would fall under what we could acquire and what I can, I believe, basic and Laz? What is your definition uh, of best gun? <laughs> Hotshot Laz. Either long Laz or hotshot Laz, yeah, depending on whether you want ranger power. I probably want to get long Laz. Uh, the Laz, the late Laz pistol is also pretty good. That's uh, integrated. It's, I think I'm... you have to be a tech priest to use it. Oh, do you have to be? Okay. I think long last then, so I'll just take a few pot shots while we're approaching. All right. That is uh, 1d10 plus 3 energy pen, 1 felling 4. Accurate. Definitely take an aim action. Uh, and they're big. Might have minus for the range. Uh, yeah, that's long range for long last or extreme. So, how far do you take no, that away? Just like two hundred. Mm, yeah, I can't really hit that. I can. <laughs> uh, I mean, I rolled a forty, and I have a thirty ballistic skill, and I aimed. You have a sixty, effectively. So you make one. Uh, roll damage if you make a ten. You, I heard him. How far is long range? On a gun, like What's on a weapon? given, just a given gun, like is it double the range as long range or what? Is up to double your range, I think. Yeah, okay, then I could from, make that. From your standard range? I couldn't make that with the one I'm using. I should have kept the auto cannon also, I guess. That would have made sense. I try to does, inspire and fail. Doesn't the sniper thing do something? If you s- succeed with two or more extra degrees, uh, you get it's for each uh, extra two. two, you get an extra detail. Dang. So, I got a hit, and I impose a minus oh five to a dodge check. Then I did precisely, didn't I? Because I rolled a 40 out of 60. Uh, one, two, yeah, exactly, precisely then, yeah, so, okay. Okay. Um, uh, oh, nice, I got 14, and one of those is a 10, so do I roll to confirm? Yes. No, no, uh, you make a d5. Yeah, D5 inflicts uh, partial uh, crit damage ahead of time. I have to look at their vehicle crit uh, charts. Okay. Then I got 14 plus whatever, and my crit is 8 through... No, 4. Okay. Uh, the the uh, There are three uh, landers up in the sky filled with uh, ferals. Where do you want those dropped? Near the stem uh, or near the uh, on the other side to tarpet the Gretchen, basically? Uh, dropped on our side. Okay. We'll hold them back until Cornelius can lay down with the uh, Bane Wolf on the Gretchen. Okay. You got so, a 50 meter range for the Inferno cannon. I don't know where the chem cannon is. Uh, it's in this conversation. Somewhere. Uh, they're in Shield of Humanity if you have that. Yeah, I've got that open one sec. I'll find you the chem cannon. All right. how, many, how many Death Dreads were, were there? Two kill cans, one Death Dread. Oh, I guess I'm firing on the dread then. Chem cannon is a 40 meter range. Ooh, that ain't bad. Can you send me the? Can you just post the the text? No, since shield doesn't allow me to copy paste out of it. Okay, what's the damage? Two D ten. Uh, damage two D ten plus five energy, crippling two, felling two, spray, and toxic four. Okay. Pen nine. How do you feel about thirty-seven pen ten to the dread? We consult. I'm pretty happy with it. Wow. 37 pen 10? Yes. Is that from one hit? Jesus. The, the last cannon does 5d10 plus 10 damage. Jesus. Oh, it's the last cannon. Oh, okay. Never mind. It makes sense now. <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, you you core uh, or uh, you uh, see Lasburn, uh, large hole in one of its sides. Uh, it continues to kind of stagger forward. Oh bullshit! Lining up another shot. <laughs> All right, you get a mulligan this time. Um, and all of you can make me an awareness test at the end of the round, basically. Oh, can we? Yeah, I'll be failing that one. Was it if you don't have it, minus 20, right? Perception minus 20, yeah. I somehow made it. No degree, uh, just been one degree, but still. Does it involve hearing? Yes. I got doubles, also I succeeded. I actually made it. I rolled a 99. Uh, any of you make it uh, can hear the mechanism on the other side. Uh, basically, you can hear the elevator coming up to the stem. Something is being moved upward. That was an uncomfortable way for you to phrase that. So it sounds like a new load of grain skins are coming in. Coming in from where? He'll just thumb that direction as he readjusts his grip on his stupid double cannon. How far is the elevator? Uh, how far did you guys want to... I mean, you, uh, you said you parked close, so I guess I'll ask how close are you to the stem? Uh, probably, like, I don't know, 40 feet. So 11, no, 13 meters? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Yeah, I, did, I didn't realize that the stem had, could be, like, left. I thought it was all mechanism. That's cool, though. No, the uh, the elevator. Is that's, in how, the how, that's how we were going to get down. Yeah. Oh, okay. You guys were going to stuff a that. bunch of bombs into it and send it downward. <laughs> uh, but it's setting up right now. So. All right. How's the? How are the Gretchen and the guys from the other side? Uh, it's going to take them like ten rounds to get here. Oh, okay. Uh, right, so it depends on how equipped the uh, can or deft dread are, though, for shooting at this direction. Even yeah. if it's well equipped, um, it's orcs firing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they, they won't the be best here. guns in the game if they had better ballistic skill. For a while, basically, you've got the you've got the sort of tactics know how. Like you, you, your problem is what's coming up the elevator, and it may be distracting you long enough that those become a problem again. But right now, they're sitting ducks running across you know multiple football fields trying to get to you guys. So I'm gonna turn to. The hellhound towards the elevator. All right, no check required. You got some time, so <laughs> I turn around with it. <laughs> <laughs> There's not even spaces for all of you guys, so I don't know where you guys are sitting. Are you certain you don't want me to hit a target of opportunity if uh, one arises with this? Use your own judgment. We don't know what's coming. Right. I figure uh, Otho's probably standing at the in the hatch of the uh, Rhino. I'm uh, warming up the the camps. All right. I think I'm just kind of on top of the thing. Uh, so you got a civilian, or not a civilian, a uh, motor pool pilot in the Rhino, then I guess. Uh, it's fine. Okay, so you guys got yeah two tanks. Uh, demo team starting to move up the stem. Uh, Cuyvale is currently in the process of landing on the stem. Like they've started, like you know, uh, the ones who jumped out first are, are landing now. The rest of them will take the rest of the round to land, but. Uh, so you guys get another round of fire at the Gretchen and tanks. Or the, How far uh, away are they now? Uh, 20. And, well, I think that's still barely outside my reach. 
and I don't have to brace, so I'm just gonna send another shot at the uh, Death Dread. Okay. That's a hit, and I think it's dead. <laughs> Do you confirm crits on the last cannon or get the Again, five? That's yeah. Confirm so, crit. I got a four crit. How much? How much damage are you doing? Lots. <laughs> 21, 29, 39, 49 damage. Uh, and 10 pen? Yeah. Uh, 49. 10 pen so bowling. 29. Uh, uh, it spectacularly ex- explodes, scattering pieces of, of uh, strap metal and orc. And Gretchen, I presume now. <laughs> uh, no, it doesn't explode with a force to. Well, actually. Let me see if they are unlucky as my NPCs usually are. I know they're fine. Uh, they, they are a little shook off balance, uh, teetering off the edge of the side before righting themselves and uh, continuing their run. Uh, some of the uh, Gretchen in the pile start to peel off back towards the edge. Uh, and uh, what were you shooting at, Josh? Hello. What were you shooting at? You got another chance to fire at something. There's some killer cans yeah, no, and a lot of boys. At, a lot of little boys. You cut, you cut off. You said... I, well, for rolling damage, I probably wouldn't firing at whatever soft target I could theoretically hurt with this gun. Okay, so, so you're just I'm mowing down Gretchen. Oh, kill can. Well, what did I shoot last time and actually hurt? Uh, yeah, because you got a Tanya. You... you uh, Slow down one of the cans. Actually, do any structural yeah, damage? So like, you basically blew out a wire. I did a three crit, but okay, yeah. Gotcha. Okay, and everybody roll initiative because the elevator door is going to open. Is that a deep end? Plus agility? Yep. Plus one. Plus one for combat form reason, yeah. And you can use both those uh, intelligence bonus if you're really bad at agility. Uh, not even forts that bad. <laughs> 13. Of course. Oh, right. One second. All right. Uh, one, four, five. Still missing an initiative from somebody. James. Oh, right. Sorry. Uh, fucking four. The worst. Nice. Uh, How? Do you have, you only have two agility bonus? Oh, sorry. From the combat formation, five. Okay, that's better. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's terrible. So you hear a a uh, chime as the elevator starts to open up, and another small business. Just wait until they open fire. And, and who's saying that? As the uh, some orc. The orc inside the elevator. Some orc. Wow, it's, it's very audible. it's very audible. Yeah. The, so the door's uh, barely starting to talk like that. I, I can't believe how clearly I can hear them speak from inside that elevator. Um, no, no, the doors the are wall, starting to open, but the old ass mechanic of stores, they're taking a little bit. <laughs> All right, I, I flick a switch. Uh, what you see before you is uh, one rather large orc uh, with the metal jaw and a absolutely brutal looking claw where his hand should be. Uh, he is backed up by a dozen uh, what appear to be orc uh, mechanists of some kind. You see a, a electricity parking everywhere. 
<laughs> yep, so mechanically, this is a formation of mechs led by a knob. So, first up is the Bane Wolf. What are you doing? Uh, opening boat fire and cam with Dominique, if possible. All right, what's the blast on? No, you don't need to roll the blast. I'm sorry. Uh, roll rolls or something. Uh, roll damage. No, they can't dodge out of it. They're in an elevator. Okay. So and for so just the damage. Yeah, roll me the damage. All right. Here's the inferno that comes first. The f- cleansing fire is a wonderful. Fifteen plus fifteen energy. That would be a thirty energy at thirty. Whatever. I rolled fifteen. That's plus another fifteen. Okay. Uh, didn't make any tens. Gross. Is it a pen? What? No, it it well, I guess it can't really do much to pierce armor. It is That's fire. Right. Uh, you see that uh, as the gun starts to fire, the the knob sort of retreats comically behind two mechs in the front who just get scorched. Uh, their ashes start to blow across the deck. Uh, and then this one fires. <laughs> yeah, and here comes we shot. Let's see. And here comes the Ken. 12 plus 5. With pen 9. Okay, that matters. And uh, also it has felling. I'm not sure. I think that might matter. It so has that enough felling for orcs to... Or it has felling 2, I think. It has felling like 2. Uh, that's one tough. And toxic Five. 4 and crippling 2. Six. Inferno has pen 8. Yeah, it does. Uh... As you let the gas out, uh, as the, you know the squad members uh, in front of you, you know get out of the way. Uh, you see the this toxic sludge and mist that this thing exudes. Uh, aside from starting to eat away at the armor, uh, this heavy scrap armor that the mechs are wearing, uh, they don't appear to be uh, much phased by it the um, first time you've ever seen that weapon used. Whoa. So, an important fact about it also looking at the special rules, uh, if any if any of the things in there can breathe during this uh, any character ends their turn within it, also the cloud left behind also suffers suffocation special damage condition. Okay. So they will have to move. But Alright. Next up is Fort. Alright, well I'm not stepping down into there. So, um, rather, uh, one moment, I was going to check the specifics on grenades, which I was going through when I stopped the other thing. Um, what does a frag do? Frag seems pretty good here. I'm not sure better than my gun, though, considering these guys are max. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just shoot them. Um, how close are they? Uh, 13 meters. Okay, and what determines, like, other ranges for accuracy? If it's under half, it's plus 10. If it's half to whatever's listed, it's uh, plus zero. Okay. Um, so I got plus 10 from that. And then uh, do they have any plus from their size? Uh, they do. Yeah, plus 10. Okay. So yeah, then firing a semi-automatic, just trying to hit whatever people are forefront that seem big. And they yep. all seem big, so... Um, no, they're, they're a formation, so you're hitting mechs unless you roll doubles and you can choose to hit the knob. But 
Sure. Or you can make a cold shot to hit the knob. Um, that went poorly for a general roll, but it still is enough with all the bonuses I've received from uh, my equipment and the like to get one degree of success. All right. Roll me the damage. Let's see. That is... Oh, I was 1d10 short on that. Uh, 35 pen 6. All right. Uh, you core through one of the mechs with semi-auto fire. Which is worth noting with the semi-auto fire from having a twin-linked weapon, it fires both of the cannons at the same time and it only ever can fire two at a time so it's basically always just firing two shots every time I fire. <laughs> they don't necessarily always hit, but... Yeah, the thing is basically two crappy auto cannons stapled together. Basically, it's just like a bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next up is Otho. All right. Uh, first thing he's going to do is order, uh, everyone do what you can to support and take them down fast. I'll issue the, uh, let's see, one sec. First rank fire, second rank fire. That's the one I remember from the board game. Uh, I think the equivalent to that in this would probably be get them or ballistics drill. Thump them. No, not thump them. <laughs> Is all right, just going right on into that cloud. <laughs> oh, and apparently the cloud lasts 1d5 rounds. All right, I'll roll yeah, for the, the get them order, and I'll fail at it. And then with my first action, I'll try heroic inspiration, 54, which I now pass at barely. So all my followers get plus 10 on their actions for the rest of the round. It's basically... You mean all comrades that can hear you? Uh, it says under command that followers do... What, okay, wait, which one is followers? Uh, it's special uses for command, page 119, inspire sidebar. Oh, inspire, yeah. Uh, that yeah. is uh, all PCs. Um, technically, if I were rolling for the demo team, they'd get it. I'll just, you know, narratively bump them a little bit. Sure. Uh, sorry, the, I guess I just... You have, you have, uh, you have, do you have the Vox Tech ability? Uh, yeah, I do have Vox Tech. Okay, so that's everybody, actually, since everybody's in box range. Okay. And Heroic Inspiration just lets you do the Inspire as a half action instead that's of half. a full. Yeah. So within, with that, what does that mean for us, the other players? Uh, plus 10 on whatever you do. You're Inspired. Yeah. Only once? Does it like take forward or what? Until the end of the round, or until yeah. my okay. next turn. Until your next turn, got it. Is it let's see. On, on their next skill or characteristic test. Oh, so just carry one forward. Got it. Sort of situation. And then I will do a semi-auto shot into the elevator with the bolt pistol. All right. 22. That hits. Do you want to hit the knob or them? Uh, Probably the little ones. There are no little ones. These are yeah, if anyone hit. could call them mech little. Well, they are, rel- they are relatively little. Yeah, and- but yeah, you can hit one of the people in the formation. Sure. Yeah. And uh, 22 is, I believe, enough to hit twice. They are in short range for Bolter, so you get plus 10. Okay, perfect. Then, uh, yeah, and then if there's a size bonus, I'm definitely within that. So. Yeah. They are plus 10. The knob is plus 20. He is friggin' huge. Let's see. Two hits at 8 and 9, so 13 and 14, pen 4. And, oh, tearing. Never mind. First one is... Yeah. First one's 14, pen 4. Second one is 12, pen 4. Uh, your first shot... Uh, actually, this is to the point where their ability comes into play since they're dead, but only just. Uh, 
Yeah, you see a bolt shell uh, land right in the shoulder, one of the mechs. It explodes, and you can see like it's exposed uh, strange green muscle, maybe? Uh, the arm is hanging on by a thread. It just keeps walking, trying to get out of the gas. See, they bleed like anyone else. Right, inspiring, sir. Aloysius. I'm going to blow them up with my mind. Already. Uh, in the inferno, together. Uh, there was how far are they away? Thirteen meters. Thirteen. Yeah. Okay. No, that's fine. It's only a five-meter blast radius. Uh, uh, okay. How much damage so, does it do? Because of the plus ten, I actually have ten degrees of success. Um, it does two plus three per point of firing, so two d ten plus fifteen. Okay. So it's doing at least 25, right? Um, but hopefully. Uh, let's see. Oh, I rolled just no, above um, average. At least 26, yeah? 2d10 plus what? 15? Oh, right, because I rolled, I got 10 degrees of success. So that actually means I do 19 plus 15, 34 points. All right. Plus 15, uh, so they lose a full d5. All right. And no pain, but it does have the flame quality. Oh, there was an extra one then. Okay. So they are at six and twelve. Uh, as the the three mechs you center it on uh, go up immediately, uh, the rest of them weather it not well. They're on, you know, they're still on fire, but uh, <laughs> small amount on fire. So what happens when you take an orc and stuff them full of cybernetics? They were tough enough to begin with. Small amount on fire. Just a little. I'm just trying to do my part. All right. They are going to charge out of the icky cloud they're in. Oh, man, they have more agility than me. No, but they're bigger. They're bigger. No, he he's saying about initiative. Oh. Uh, I rolled a... Because they have a plus three. So I rolled a two. Yeah, I've, uh, also, got, I've also got a five. Oh. Uh, 37 agility. 32. Okay, you go first. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm going to shoot that knob with my Laz cannon. <laughs> All right, take a minus 20. Minus 20. Yep, because you need call shot at the leader of a formation. But then you get the plus 20 from his size. So then plus that 10 just can't range, stop there. Plus 10 for single shot. And I rolled a 2. So I think he's got like a minus 60 to dodge. He, he can't dodge. So, I mean, he, he has the, the capability under normal circumstances. I can turn one of those dice into my successes. Yeah. 11, 20, 28, 38, 48 damage, pen 10 to the the 20, which is what? One of the, that's the, that's the body, isn't it? 20 to 70. Just show me up. This is what I felt like all game, Josh. Uh, yes. Yeah. So I'm um, so you hit him in the leg. Hit him in the 20, which I think is. Going from top to bottom, it's either one of the arms or the body. Uh, it's not the body. Body's thirty to seventy. Okay. So one of the ar- uh, arm energy ten. Arm energy ten. Oh boy. <laughs> I hope it's not the claw arm. <laughs> uh, yeah, tell me what arm. Th- I'll look up the hit location while you look up the the right arm. I'm sorry. Oh, my fucking sorry. dreams have been crushed today. Well, we'll see what the we'll see what the hit does. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Energy ten to the arm. There we go. 
The attack reduces the arm to a cloud of ash and sends the target crumbling to the ground where he immediately dies from shock, clutching his smoking stump. I'm going home. No, no, the arm is reduced to ash. (laughs) Mm, To be fair, he had a smoking stump already. Uh, Does the body and the claw fall in two different directions? uh, The claw falls straight down. It actually lands like on its points in the top deck of the, you know, into the steel of the top deck and just kind of sits there as it digs about like a half inch in Uh, the body just drops, you know, probably gets blown back into the elevator. (laughs) All right. And they're going to go. Oh, I gotta make a willpower check, but they're orcs. They're super good at those. Especially considering how many of them are around. They're fine. Uh, They're going to charge you. They're going to thump you. (laughs) Also, I'm behind everyone who's bigger than me, which is everyone. That yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I'm on. It's a, on the I'm, other side of the tank. I'm on a tank. The ten out of seventy. So it's, it's multiple degrees of success. Three hits I can distribute. Uh, I will put one on uh, Fort. Sure. One on uh, Morgan, and one on. Uh, Aloysius. Is this uh, melee or ranged slide. attack? Uh, these are melee. Uh, uh, let me just... Uh, so, uh, Breaking news. Uh, they start to look at each other as their as their uh, nav gets blown past them. Uh, they take the, uh, the wrenches they have in hand and just, well, nothing else to do now. And just run in berserker fashion. Uh, more lightning arcing off of them. So yeah, for uh, you make dodge checks. I'm gonna make a foreboding check. Oh wow, I foreboded the hell out of that. Both dodge uh, and force field unsuccessful. My force field didn't work, but uh, parry worked. All right. Kind of like uh, jab them in the corner of the arm. <laughs> wait, what did you parry with? It says you can just do it with your hands or weapons. It doesn't say you have to have a melee weapon to do it. Yeah, you do. You have to have a melee weapon. And that, that's why Unarmed Warrior says you account as armed, even with your fists out, because that means you can pair with your fists now. Okay, then that's fine. Um, yeah, so let me do dodge instead, which wouldn't work. Okay, that's fine. I just didn't see that anyway. I take the whole hit. All right. Uh, you guys have six armor everywhere, basically? Yep. Okay, so 1d10 plus 4. Was it going to be 1d10 plus 10? Yeah. Great. All right. Uh, I'm taking 1d10 damage here. Yeah, you take uh, 5. That's the the 1d10. Okay. And uh, you take 10 before toughness uh, 4. Okay, that tickled. All right. Uh, Next up is, I guess we're back to the top of the round, back to the paintball. Uh, Worth noting, the group is now in melee with your team, so guessing them is not recommended. I got that. Can I, is there a, who's in front of the paintball? Everybody at this point. God damn it. So there's no one to ram. No, the problem is they're all in, like, they're all super close to your own people so yeah well shit and i got a hell gun so that's not that much useful that much more useful that'd be decent if you popped out of the hatch and shot it 
Yeah, that's probably what I'm going to do. Okay. You also have some half action to hatch out, so spend the other half to fire. Yep, let's do that. Got my backpack held in. Ooh, which one are you shooting at? The one who hit you. Thank you. With a roll. Ballistic? Yep. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, go Minus 20 because you're firing into a melee. Okay, I have no chance of hitting. Even with a hell gun, I roll? Okay. 38 out of 43 minus 20. Uh, 23. So I fail. All right, goes wild. Or actually, in this case, you were you know trying not to hit Vorkin and yeah. hesitate. And it zooms past the two of them. All right. Uh, over to Fort. Right. So uh, Fort will just swing back his cannons to the spot on his back and then pull up his mace fist with a half action to swap that out. All right. Um, and is it a free action to get your uh, comrades to do things with you? Yeah, it's, it's not. It's it's their action, basically. Sure. Okay. Uh, the action. Important question: How many uh, mechs are left? Because it determines for ganging up purposes. Uh, there are six. Okay, that's enough that it wouldn't trigger that. Um, either way, though, with uh, Bastion at his side, uh, Forch is going to go in for uh, uppercut to the jaw of one of these guys with his mace fist. All right. Um, that is three degrees of success. All right. They do not parry. Okay. That is 24 pen three uh, concussive two. Uh, all right. How do you how do you murder one of them? I think as he drives the mace fist off, Bastion kind of gets in uh, blow to the side with whatever he's equipped with. I'm not really sure what melee weapon he would be using. Uh, his gun or probably the knife. fair enough. Um, but basically, does a uh, Bastion does a blow to the orc's stomach, sending it like kind of concave for that moment, bringing his head down lower, and Fort just swings upward with enough force that it rips the skull from his shoulders, powdering it as it flies through the air. It rolls comically off the side. Uh, uh... Next up is... Lieutenant. It's like that scene the two towers where it keeps zooming back and the guy's falling progressively farther distances. <laughs> uh, try basically the same thing as last time. I'll try the... Uh attack order succeed at it by two so now anyone who uses the basic comrade orders adds plus four damage this turn i'll uh, try a heroic inspiration succeed at that everyone gets plus 10 also okay and then mm. what oh, nothing <laughs> are there like three of them yeah i don't see any reason not to though and then semi-auto fire with the uh oh, right all that's like a half action for you <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah sorry, that's that's sorry, the reason. Buff machines. It's a free action for the initial order, a half action for the heroic inspiration, and then I can do semi-auto fire or a swift attack with my other half action and hit twice. All right, uh, for eighteen pen four. Let's see. All right, uh, roll me damage. Pen four. Eighteen and nineteen pen four. With a five crit on that <laughs> second one. All right, Let me. All right. One of them zombies his way through it, the other doesn't. So uh, your first one cuts down one of the mechs in his shoulder to belly. Uh, when you go for the follow-up on another one nearby, uh, 
you see the the power field like as you stab it into its chest you see like the bits inside of him burning uh but he somehow in his strange orc physiology uh he isn't as bothered by that as you think he ought to be oh sorry i was still uh firing out of the top hatch with a bolt pistol although it's not much different at the end of the day oh so he explodes instead of burning oh okay i'm sorry right because you're tearing uh I'll probably had to push you out of the top edge since I got. I was about to say, yeah, well, he was firing. There's only one top edge. Where the hell no, going? Rhino, not the. Uh, oh right, okay. Not the Bane Wolf. <laughs> not used to you guys having two tanks. Uh, Me either. No, you're not used to them having three tanks. Ugh. All right, so they're at four twelve. Uh, next up is Jersh, I think. Yeah. I'm going to. I can't really blow them up because all my friends are there. Uh, how many left? Four. Okay. I am going to instead... See, I don't know if my full auto will hurt them. Because it's 1d10 plus 7. They're pretty tough with two Fs. So instead I will do Molten Beam. Uh, I rolled a 10 out of 103. No, oh. out of 113. So, so I think you're going to hit it. I don't roll damage. I do extra crit damage or whatever. So that's going to be uh, it's 15 plus 15. That's 30 points of damage with pen. Close enough for it's pen 20. Uh, yeah, you core one and completely. Molten beam! <laughs> oh, <don't> can... <laughs> Alright, there are three. Uh, next up is uh, Vorgan. Man... I don't know. I'm in gauge range with them. I can't fire my guns. <laughs> can't you just with a really big penalty? No. No. Uh, too close. How close are we to the side of the the tank? I mean, to the side of the whole thing. You're you're pretty close to the side. Oh, to, or, oh, to the edge. Yeah. Uh, about twenty meters. Okay, maneuver action's not going to do it. Assuming you guys are in the middle. I'm going to try maneuver action anyway. Okay. I am going to get one success on my, well, a flat success on my weapon skill test to move him. Uh, okay, so I make a weapon skill. Yep, if you get more than a flat success, you stop it. Uh, no, so you maneuver them, what is it, your strength a bonus? full meter. A full meter, okay. And then I'm, I'll, I'll switch weapons to the multi-lies. Okay. <laughs> Just rudely shove him out of the way and then swap. Get off! <laughs> Ideally, I'll push him off the side of the uh, the rhino. <laughs> you first. And they're gonna go nuts. Go nuts. <laughs> At 28 out of 65 sets. Three more hits. Uh, so do... Uh, the same three. So make dodge or parries. Uh, yeah, force field didn't work, but parry did. Just catch it on the corner of my fucking metal hand. <laughs> I tuck and roll away. So nimble. And Elvishus. Ooh, foreboding. Is effectively 65, and I rolled 63. Okay, good. <laughs> you catch a glimpse of the possible future. 
where that wrench hits your dome. It's not great. <laughs> yeah, I I am not fettered unless I say so during this fight because fuck it. If I summon a demon, that means they still can't have the giant machine. That's not to say I'm pushing. I'm just unfettered. Yeah, yeah. Odette is like hiding between the tank treads with a gun pointed up at you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Back up to the top. Worth noting the the cans are now about uh, 100 meters away. Back up to... Who was the 13 again? That was Cornelius. His eye. Uh, is Vorgan still fighting you, dude? Yes. All right. I'll, Pushed I'll, him away, and then he started fighting me again. <laughs> I'm gonna aim and take a shot. Yeah. Nope. Not happening. Not good at this aiming stuff. Uh, how 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 good are you against uh, chem weaponry? Not good enough. What's your fortitude? I've got a gas mask. <laughs> if that gives you a bonus in the toxic, maybe. No, because I don't think that's an environmentally sealed. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Uh, back over to Fort. Right. Okay. So um, how many of them are left again? Three. Three. All right. Well, we're just going to go buck wild and uh, all out attack and try and smash a couple. All right. Um. And now we are ganging up. Let's see. That's like, I think that's eight degrees of success right there. <laughs> All right. Roll damage. Um. Then that is twenty-five. Uh, pen three. Pen three. Damage race. <laughs> All right. And roll the other. Uh, the follow-up. I assume. Uh, that is 10 degrees of success. All right. Uh, and well, oh, you're look, it's doing... a, it's, look, it's a 10 plus. Yeah, you're doing max damage. All right. Uh, how do you kill two of them? Um, I think he just moves over to one and uh, pushes catches like the side of his head with his non mace fist hand and then just punches his mace fist hand into it like to prove a point except through this orc skull and then uh with the body he just pushes it forward and follows with a punch using its mo uh its weight to follow through with his own fist to crush down on the other orc it's kind of all while like low tier rumbling roar the entire time this is a little different from a lot of most of the orc punching you've done so far in the campaign. There's little crunchy bits in these orcs, mm. but they go down almost as easily. They spark when they break. Ooh. Uh, right, down to Kevin or Larry's. All right. Uh, what is there, like one left? There's one left, yeah. All right. I'm not going to worry about all the order stuff. I'm just going to fire the. Oh, and order. I guess I actually would have done four more damage on each of those because I was acting with my <laughs> partner. Oh, good. They're especially dead. <laughs> uh, aiming and firing, I miss. All right. Sails past his head. Impacts into the back of the elevator. Uh, next up is uh, Aloysius. I'm going to do another multi beam. Uh, I don't do as much damage. But I'm pretty sure you can beat 
six toughness in damage. Yeah, tw- I do twenty six. Yeah, because I assume they have no armor if you're multi beaming, so they have six Bad. toughness. <laughs> All right. I mean, it's no multi melta, but it is a melta. <laughs> All right. So you leave the last one a smoking husk. Medic. Uh, so you guys have uh, enough r- rounds to clear out the uh, the cans from a distance. I'm not even going to make you roll for that. They've still got four rounds before they can hit you. So. Bom, 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 bom. <laughs> uh, so the uh, the roof is clear of orcs for now. Uh, you see the demo team. They're moving up the uh, the stem towards the dish. Fort's uh, gonna waiting towards the bottom in a defensive you know position perimeter basically. Fort's gonna start stacking up orc bodies and while doing so sees the claw dug part way into the ground. <laughs> well, isn't this something? Unlike a human power field, this this one less hums and more sort of it's almost a grinding noise. Like it shouldn't be making that much noise, but oh, that's a lovely uh, see, sound. It's slowly sinking into the. Uh, you know, like an, an inch a minute. Oi, sir! What is it, Fort? Can I have this? He wrenches it out of the... <laughs> where it's dug into the hole. Yeah, enjoy. Oh, I will. He'll turn back to the demolition team and start pointing at uh, supports for the weapon stem. Yeah, up close you can see it is... Uh, appears to be sort of all contained within a... Uh, large, you know, cylindrical formation. Uh, give me a demo check with your uh, sapper bonus, or demolitions bonus. Uh, 35 out of... Let's see, that's a couple degrees of success. Uh, yeah, with a couple degrees, um, I mean, it's it's a fairly simple thing to topple, since it's being held up by, like, one cylinder. Uh, with a couple of degrees, I'll say if you want it to fall a certain direction, you can tell them to, to pack it a certain way so that it'll fall in a direction you want, if that's the thing you want to do. Uh, uh, have them f- make it fall away from the uh, structure. So, like, out, away from the Just center, the ground. towards the edge. Okay. Yeah, well, you figure, uh, if you give the word, it'll blow, it'll, it'll teeter for a couple of seconds before it just falling off the back and onto the ground. So, uh, you see the uh, Sky Talons and other vehicles in the air. They're strafing the shit out of the side. Um, occasionally receiving some fire back, but you haven't seen any of them, any of the planes go down yet. So, things are going pretty well. Do you think these wounds are bad enough for medical attention? Wouldn't hurt while we have a second. It is, it is worth noting uh, you only first aid only helps you once a day. So, is it likely that a first aid check gets you more than five wounds back? Mm, I don't know about that. Uh, it depends on how smart the person is healing you. It'll usually get you their intelligence bonus, maybe one or two more. I've got you. Yeah, I think this is going to be our biggest break in the action until we're done one way or another. All right, so roll that Medicaid check plus 20 because you have the Medicaid with you. While that's happening, I'm not sure if you saw in the chat. But, oh, never mind. You did send it. Never mind. We're good. Bonus. Oh, it is. Uh, it's unwieldy as well, and it has a power field. I forgot. I presumed it was going to be something like the med that. Kit? <laughs> yes, the med kit. You cannot parry with the med kit. 
Wait, what's the bonus for the advanced med pack? Uh, advanced is just you can use it without the skill. Okay. Uh, it's plus 20 with the normal. Plus 20? Okay. And it basically let the rest of us act as if we were trained if we, you, if we had to use it on you, say. I got it. 45 out of 74. That probably yes, heals me back. Eight. Yeah, I'm good. Probably. I think you're fine. No regrets. The force field wards off the healing. No. Are you guys closing again? All right, so what's the plan? Uh, I'm going to find the, uh, the Kui Vale squad that we knew. Yeah, they're on the uh, they're on one of the sides of the stem. Yeah. Uh, what was the sergeant's name? Sergeant Cameron. Sergeant Cameron. Yes. I'm leaving you, leaving you in command here. Protect the demolitions team and protect the stem. It's our most likely potential means of escape. Understood. Now hold and wait for my order on the demolition. Unless, if you don't hear from me for five minutes call and if you don't get a response from the squad detonate it and if you see the weapon preparing to fire for some reason detonate it understood you heading below yeah we're gonna be heading below and we're coming back too yes we are for duke and dominant for the dominant and the duke and the gives dominant. the uh, uh salute all right you two squads you're with us okay. squad one you're to, you cover our rear, disengage whenever possible, and maintain close position. Squad two, follow in the middle, support whichever, if our squad or the uh, other squad needs help, you support them. And remember, our priority is to fight our way forward. They can have what's behind us, as long as they're not threatening us. It's the best chance we have at this. Stay behind the tanks when possible. They start crowding into the elevator. Uh, yep, so the uh, the two remaining Cuyville squads pack into the elevator. Uh, you guys follow him with the tanks? Can we fit both? Yes. Uh, this is a... Uh, <laughs> like... Um, like a big uh, Metal Gear Solid diagonal elevator? Yeah, like... <laughs> yeah. Um, Lo- Lonesome Road has one at the, at the, near the middle. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I it's, love uh, those things. <laughs> keep, your, keep your guns aimed at the sky. Enough for, exact, enough for exactly six waves of enemies in one song. all right let's shift it around watch out for those fat baseball players that shoot fire (laughs) (laughs) that's streets of rage so basically (laughs) i'm sorry okay all right vorgan aloysius take the center of the formation for it you cover them you guys be ready to demolish any ingresses into our path if you can. Gonna get behind the bombs for. You gotta brace. Get behind one of the stacks of orc corpses. There's probably a couple APs in there. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. I'm gonna start using the storm bolter attached to the rhino instead of my bolt pistol. <laughs> I was popped, wondering. You just popped out of a heavy weapons platform and fired your pistol. <laughs> It's not really a heavy weapons platform, but it is much less efficient. (laughs) I mean, the shells are just as strong. Path, path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do the forty k. You know, drive me closer so I can hit it with my sword. Type shenanigans. (laughs) Oh, don't tempt us. All right. Uh, Oh, important thing. Um, 
You guys had like a pallet of explosives. Are you bringing those with you or leaving those on the top? Because part of your plan involved sending this particular, not quite funicular, down with them. Uh, so what are you doing with them for now? Well, it was it was every lift except this one that I wanted to rig with explosives and send to the bottom. Uh, as far as your schematics go, I mean there are some. Uh, this I mean, one is this. Yeah, there are. The, um, the, yeah, I just uh, I must have misread your intentions. That's fine. Uh, you're not entirely sure where those are located schematics wise, but um, I will let you know if you come across any. Uh, so you you uh, heading directly to the not top floor, but uh, staff floor. Yeah, and I think we'll. Uh... We'll try to, well, let's take the three Cyclopses with us and we'll leave the pallet of explosives to be rigged up on the stem. Okay. Everything that's not self-mobile or fits in a pocket. Right. Uh, all right. Yeah. And uh, the elevator, um, Cornelius can actually control his brain at this point. Uh, you're not getting as many readings as you got in the motor pool here, but it's clear that a lot of Imperial technology still makes up the, you know, a decent portion of this thing's structure. All right, let's make uh, it go two hundred fifty percent speed. All right, give me techies check. Damn it! I'm gonna kill us all. I mean, I'd I'd suggest not failing by like four or five degrees. Well, I can't, that's can't do that. Possible. Uh, I rolled seventy eight, and I think I succeeded. <laughs> yep. Bye. Yeah, because you're like techies plus thirty or something. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, yes, yeah, so you take you. Uh, you know, swipe away a uh, not quite safety regulation, but a maintenance regulation. Uh, warning, you, know, you may have to perform extra maintenance if you do this. You're just like, fuck it. And uh, all of you feel this lurching feeling as this thing plummets down at twice the speed it was designed to. Uh, the HQ, like, uh, HQ floor, uh, a blur you, you see what looks like a uh, series of clear windows, uh, but then it lurches down into the staff quarters and workstations uh, floor. Uh, there are, from where you guys are, dozens of orcs. Sound of it. You can't see them. Uh, there are entire houses built here, like just, just these ramshackle, you know, scrap metal huts. Uh, until you hit the floor, uh, if you'd be, you know, Gretchen milling around, you know, orcs kicking squigs, uh, the, the floor as one gigantic green gestalt just looks at you as, uh, the brakes on the elevator squeal to a halt. I reload. <laughs> Can I, um, would be appropriate to turn, turn a flick uh, of a switch and, uh, unload some camps. Surprise. <laughs> What's your range on that? 40 meters. 40? You can it's leave 40 a... on the can, 50 on the yeah, 50 flame. On the okay, the the flame actually would coat the entire hall. Though that doesn't stick around like the chems. So you could probably that do that. That sounds better. The, uh, yeah, the chems, you could spray four-fifths of the hallway. and Or not of the hallway, but of the floor. And leave like a 10-meter strip. For your squad to move in, uh, that's up to you. Sounds good. Let's get. Let's flame it up. Uh, the uh, this floor is fifty meters across, uh, twenty tall. Okay. 
so this will not be treated as a sort of uh, normal fight. Uh, this is a meat grinder. Uh, so essentially, you um, need everyone to make me their appropriate checks, willpower for psychic powers, ballistic skill for ballistic skill, you know, for ballistic tests. Operate for vehicles and weapon skill if you're fighting in the thick of it. Uh, basically, the orcs are going to do... You guys have to acquire within yourselves, uh, at least. Otherwise, ferals start dying. After all the ferals are out, you guys start taking actual hits from the horde, basically. So make your tests at plus zero and tell me the degree of success you get. Well, I'm making a psychic power test because that changed. That's uh, you get your you get your uh, psi focus. Uh, ballistic skill people get short range. Okay. Uh, so it is. It, well, is it a focus? It's a focus power test, yes. Okay. Whatever power you're using. I'm going to spend a fate point because I, I made it. But... Uh, what? Is it right if I also make a heroic inspiration roll uh, to enhance everybody else's roll? Yeah. You just, you're, uh, yeah, that's fine. Even if, if I have to, I'll, I'll, I'm more likely to help doing that than with the uh, storm bolter, but all the same, I'll just hold down the trigger. It fires for 20 turns before it runs out. <laughs> right, right. You know, this is abstracted. I'm not going to make you guys fight a 400-strong horde. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, mechanically. Uh, so... so this is, I'm in an interesting predicament, because I am honestly not that good at weapon skill if I'm not, like, all-out attacking or something like that. <laughs> um, so I'm trying to figure out how to best to do this. It might be well, this... for you to shoot, <laughs> considering the plus from that. Uh... Either way, either way you want to do it. I mean, uh, uh, Fort wouldn't shoot anyway. So even if it sucks, I'll I'll do a weapon skill. A strength test. If your strength is good, <laughs> my strength is very good. But push men apart. <laughs> yeah, could you do like a strength test or a toughness test instead to just be Fort? <laughs> fort a Fort test. Fort test. I'll do whatever. It doesn't really matter that much. I mean, because the, the weapon skill also represents just not getting hit by any stragglers that come through and stuff like that. Because, you know, yeah. um, one degree plus one degree four. Okay, so you guys breeze through round one. Uh, so, what is your objective on this floor? Uh, the objective is to find some way back up to the command center. We want to get basically right underneath it if possible and go as short a distance on foot as we have to. Okay. Um,. Let's see. The secondary objective is if we, wherever we see elevators or stairways, we try to blow them up, even if just chucking a melt bomb in it. All right. Uh, let's see if so you guys went down that way. All right. Um, gonna need a, another round uh, of tests. And this will get you guys about halfway. Um, I'm also gonna need one tech use test to bomb an elevator that you guys see on the way. Oh, I uh, as, see if I keep that point, don't I? Yeah. Uh, as you guys uh, come through, you can barely recognize that this used to be uh, Legia Ordinatus Barracks. Um, with nothing aside from the occasional cog that hasn't yet been defaced uh, to, to announce the, uh, the, the allegiance of this place. M mostly... Uh, you guys are wading through a 
a fairly full orc ecosystem. Uh, at one point, the Kuyvel lose a couple of the guys in the front to a particularly large bomb squig. Uh, you know, boys abound. Uh, Gretchen, when they can be prodded into combat, are pressed into service. Uh, it is thick fighting. You can't see the floor for the blood in most places. Uh, it is intense. Uh, but you guys do find an elevator. Uh, you, you might want to use a fate point. Okay. Well, I'm, I'll, I mean, stakes for failure are that you will not blow up the elevator properly. You will fuck up the job, and it'll still keep working. So you're not going to like blow yourself up. You're too good at tech use to blow yourself up. Oh, so. shit. I keep my fate point. Cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because of our bonuses. All right, so I guess I extra good for the... <laughs> Much on the opposite side of the spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the cog, you don't even need to put your hands on it. You just send, send it down and blow it up about halfway. Uh, you hear this big crunch, and then the tether uh, snaps, and you hear the uh, it whizzes by you until it craters into somewhere in the bottom, pitching on brakes for about 100 meters. Uh, uh, At this point, you come upon uh, double doors. Uh, They were glass at some point. You can see jagged glass around the edges uh, where the orcs haven't broken at all. Uh, In low Gothic and Technolingua, you see uh, HQ floor entryway and a normal man-sized... Uh, stairwell past the glass. Alright, keep on toward the objective, everybody. Do we have to, do we have to leave a uh, tank behind? Yeah. Uh, Cyclops could be assisted up the stairs, but the normal <laughs> tanks are not going to fit. <laughs> Come on, boy. <laughs> you want me to watch your back? <laughs> Can uh, leave Dominique in here. How many guys are coming? Is it suicide to remain with the tank? We just put like a brick on the fire chems button. Yeah, that brick is called Dominique. Come on, man. <laughs> What's the range on your remote head control thing? 20 Doesn't meters. Doesn't have to... Oh, okay. It's not that great. 20 meters is pretty decent, all things considered. If we came up the place, it's going to slow them down, but I don't think it's going to last too long. Yes, yeah, st- try to stay here and try to keep the path clear if you can. If you have to, disengage and protect the tank first. Uh, you taking the ferals with, or leaving them in the bottleneck? Uh, we'll take one squad with and leave the other at the bottleneck. All right. Wait, so I stay here? Yeah, stay here with the tank. Sounds good. Slow them down and let them pass if you can't hold them, but try to hold them as long as you can. Can I control the rhino from from the... the, the, the... Yeah, well, as long as it's only 20 meters. Nice. That's kind of sick, actually. <laughs> Now, with that, what is basically a mechanic is sacred object. He is on an entirely different level of technology than most of the Imperium at this point. Oh, yeah, that's it's tempting to bring you with us. Really tempting. I'm saying, I'm saying, we use the brick, not Dominique, an actual brick. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say, Josh? Yeah, bring him. All right, change of plan, Cornelius. We need you with us. We don't know what this guy's got up there. Ah. Outside the tank, sir? Outside the tank. Oh. Right behind Ford, he's basically a tank. I have, a, <laughs> I have this look on my face, which can clearly read, I'm going to die. No more than the rest of us, soldier. Is somebody going to pilot these? Uh, yeah, there were some motor pool guys, right? 
I can see Brock up with you, sure. I know we brought at least one to drive the Rhino. Yeah. All right, I guess Dominique is coming with. She helps you shoot good. She's she's yet to do that once. Because you've only to shoot like three or four times. God, I love I just love the imagery of her doing the volleying fire alongside him and he just like actively misses the spider. <laughs> Just like stares at her rather than the target and just shoots around them. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Uh, the true villain right. of the campaign is made clear. <laughs> all right, so yeah, you guys get the tanks as close as you can to the doors, and the tanks and the ferals have a very hard job to do. Uh, they immediately explode. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, Three Cyclopses you guys have with you? Yeah. I think so. Okay. Three? Um, yeah, we filled up one of the tanks with them so we couldn't go in it. <laughs> Should we have one as like a kind of park it so it gets real bad? Not to blow themselves up to, to clear out a particularly big wave of orcs or whatever? Yeah, we'll leave leave one of them with the uh, guys on the bottom. Okay. It's their oh right. shit button. All right, so uh, two of you... Um, have to help the cyclopses up the stairs in their treads, but the stairs aren't big enough that you can't just kind of... Uh, for for Mechanicus' uh, design, appears to have been like fairly decent in terms of aesthetics. Um, there is a large Legio Ordinatus sort of crest uh, on the opposite wall. Uh, the stairs sort of turn back around. It's like a, like a ballroom type setup. Uh, up into the HQ floor, which uh, has appears to be bulletproof glass. Uh, you can tell this because the orcs have apparently theory multiple times. You can see all sorts of dings in the in the glass uh, as you approach it. The top is a just a ordinary ship uh, style door. All right. We don't know what to expect behind here. Everybody be ready. I'm expecting orcs. Anyone taking that bet? No one? Well, I, I thought not. <laughs> uh, hoping we'll is... Go ahead. So I suppose we'll all level our guns and prepare to open the door. Okay. Uh, as you open the door, you see uh, things appear to be quiet, at least where you are. Uh, though the constant screeching of electrical arcing uh like on the floor uh leading towards would be the sort of right side edge the edge that you guys could see from the camp uh power cables strung all along the floor they are obviously of orc manufacture uh they're some of them are just you know just the live metal exposed to the air and just sort of burning everything around it uh Though they appear to be somewhat functional. Uh, this top portion appears to be uh, part offices and some uh, like Mechanica-style workshops. And they are an absolute mess. Uh, it is very hard to see past uh, aging racks of what look to have been servitors once. Now they're just partially metal mummies. The occasional, you know, uh, MIU-linked pilot. Heck, those uh, servitors. There is no... Uh, or, actually, yeah, if you check with the COG, uh, 
their motive systems are active, but they don't have any controlling. They, they don't have a CPU because they don't have a brain anymore. So you could so use them electronics like, can talk to you, but they don't have AI anymore. You'd have to puppet them yourself. So you can use them as meat guns. That's what I call. That's what I call my meat gun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you were to take control of them, it, it's basically like a uh, sort of half of like a Terminator exoskeleton, basically. Uh, whatever half wasn't human because the human parts rotted away by this point. That's up to you. Um, y'all can make me awareness checks. You know you keep saying that? As it turns out, I can. Nope. No, you can't. Congrats for being one person who can. I Perception is the side stat of a century. Two degrees. Uh, anyone who makes it... Uh, looking at the glass, you realize that all of the, the damage that attempted to be done to it was done from the outside. Uh, this, this whole level is curiously devoid of orcs. There's very little graffiti up here. Uh, aside from the occasional, what appears to be some sort of personal brand of an orc who uh, says Big Mech Nashtaka. Just like the side of the Ordinatus. I've never been so worried to not see orcs. Now, what are they any... really going to do up here? Is there What's any up? what? Active defense system or something? Why would orcs not come? In? Why would orcs not come here? I mean, it's it's possible that the big mech just didn't want any of the other orcs around to mess up his modifications. Mm-hmm. Fan out and search slow. Anything uh, comes up on the aspects alive? Um, can that go through metal? The aspects. Uh, like thin a, metal. Like T-ray emitter, basically. I think if it's like so over in, you're in with it, basically. I think if it's over like an inch of steel, it's no good. Okay. Um, you pick up a lot of human DNA, skin cells, uh, some blood. Um, obviously some electromagnetic interference from the wires on the ground. Uh, the beginnings of fungal spores, though not nearly as many as was downstairs. Yeah, great. Um, actually... As you as you're looking around, um, so check stuff out with the aspects. Uh, you see a text message come up in just like your your, your heads up, like it's because uh, your MIU is active. You're basically you know seeing it in your mind's eye. Run, fucker! <laughs> Coming for you. <laughs> Walk. Ah. Uh, the prompt opens, and you see whoever it is just you know, keeps the 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 message open for a second. And then hurriedly types, uh, is this a of the lathes? Sorry, you cut out for a second there. Yeah. Is this a Magos of the lathes? Yeah. Who asks? <laughs> is something if I can type it somewhere. You just have to yeah. wink it to them in binary. Uh, K1 ellipsis. I, I can't recall my full designation. Uh, I'm going to ask, where are you? In the main control room. I, I, don't, I don't think... He can detect this? And I'm going to warn the uh, uh, junior lieutenant. There's someone in the main control room. He's someone friendly? I assume. Maybe. Someone scared. Well, try to get him to 
give us his location and maybe we can try not to shoot him when we go in guns blazing or any right. intel about the command uh i'll text <laughs> try to head there now uh who's outside who's outside it, is he locked in the command room is that what he uh implied uh he didn't say locked okay but it appears some someone or something is in there with him and said he, he can't hear or he can't detect this as in the conversation. Okay, who's with you? The York. Uh, hang on tight, we're coming to save you. I need directions, please. <laughs> Can you kill me? Do you want us to? I want this to end, exclamation mark. Well, you best give us directions soon. Directions, unless the orcs have reconfigured massively, it should be a straight shot. So just a straight line, basically, to get to the command room. Uh, through some rooms, but uh, remember this: this this uh, is a lot more compact than the floor below you guys. Okay. Um, seems like it won't be a problem, sir. He's got a death wish. That simplifies things, I suppose. All right, take the cyclopses and put one of them on the most uh, vulnerable-looking spot here, and have the other try to follow us into the command room. Uh, I guess where are you putting the first one? Uh, somewhere like whatever the biggest power coupling is in here or whatever looks like the most important machine. Okay. Um, first of running all the way down though, uh, at, at some point you can see that there's a, um, not quite a transformer, but it appears he's got like sort of big batteries of some kind, like, or capacitors. They're, they're storing the power. Uh, you guys have to keep a fair distance because they're, they're arcing pretty bad. Uh, you figure blowing that up is probably better than just the wires, but uh, it, it appears that like a lot that there isn't any particularly orky tech around, aside from the wires. It's weird. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we'll set the cyclops up near that, but not detonate it yet. All right. And if we do see any major junctions, uh, oh, so we'll take a melt a bomb and throw it at it. Well, plant it on it. I'm gonna send another message. What is he doing in there? Well, what is it doing in there? Trying to get me to charge it up again. Oh, shit. Don't do that. <laughs> Delay as much as possible. I'll send you a signal when we're, on a, when we're at the door. Well, well, when we're near the location. And actually, um, as you guys move and sort of plant melters on the, uh, on the large power banks, um, as you get towards what you assume is the end, uh... Off in the distance, there is another set of double doors, though these ones steel, no glass. Um, you actually see the source of the message as it uh, is displaying it as a subordinate to you. It's a subordinate located here. Uh, no tasks given to you by them you know, within the past 24 cycles. Uh, recommends sanction for lack of necessary maintenance. What's a subordinate? An underling. Someone who works yeah. under you. Okay. Oh. So he's across, basically, it would be behind those doors. Yeah. You, you can you, see its location in, in, in 3D space. Like It's like AR, basically, to you. Oh, okay. Uh, can, I'm going to ask, can you point us where the York is? He's at the main console. I need, a, I need you to point him. Uh, I can't point. Oh, it's a... Oh. All right, I'll let him. I'll let the guys, uh, the junior lieutenant, know. The orc should be at the main console, right behind his door. 
So we open the door and light it up. Sounds reasonable, Vorgan. You don't need to be holding back. How big of a room is it? Should I use the multi-las or the las cannon? Uh, it is 10 meters uh, tall, or no, 5 meters tall, uh, 20 meters square, approximately. Multi-las it is. I'll take cover behind a computer bank. Uh, you see in your uh, your vision the uh, you know just the prompt, basically the uh, button, not the quite the button, but the order to open the doors lights up when you get near it. Okay. Just let me know when to open the door, sir. Is everybody ready? Always. Oh, uh, that's a lever beam. All right. Also, having checked out the rules, I am. Uh, Wielding the mace fist in one hand and power claw in the other, because even if I don't dual wield for attacking purposes, I can still parry with the mace fist when I can't parry with the power claw. Nice. Fair enough. Nice. I'm going to open the door. All right. You're the man with the green key. Slowly starts to slide open. Uh, You see, uh, there are about waist high. Uh, it's like a, not quite a balcony, but a, uh, counter, I suppose. Uh, they have a holographic display tanks, uh, built into them sort of around the side. Um, then a large one in the middle, almost, uh, like a raised dais. Uh, in front of that is a much larger display tank, uh, and at this sort of weird-looking, not-quite-throne, uh, you see what looks like if somebody like scrunched a tank together. The armor this thing is wearing is... It would be impractical on a human. It'd be impractical on an Ogryn. Uh, but yet somehow this creature can support this bulk strapped to him. Uh, he, doesn't, he isn't doing anything... There's a wrench in his hand, but it isn't twisting anything. Uh, first, we start pawing at the console with two large fingers. Uh, he looks over to his right for the welding mask he has on. It's impossible to see his uh, features. Looks over to the right and then looks back at the console. Uh, yeah, that's how you want to start, Josh. Well, the last can's probably a better. Yeah. So maybe we start with that. Unless well, I can go at the same time. Like, I look over at him mm-hmm. and be like... Communicating one. I'm is... going to slowly alter what weapon I have out. <laughs> and at first chance, I'm just going to light him the fuck up. It's probably when he first turns around to Fort saying, Oh, that's a big one, isn't he? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Look, no one said he was supposed to be quiet. <laughs> ah, pff, ah. <laughs> yeah, if immediately just use my psychic powers instead of waiting for someone to lumber out a big old gun. Okay, ma'am. You get the free one, so make it count. All right, what we got here? Ooh, I'm not good... going to push. Uh, Why not? <laughs> that much. It'll give me six more points of damage. Or no, no, nine more points of damage. Actually, that's not bad. But it will also mean... Are we planning to destroy that room? Yeah, probably. Because the Goliath, the Goliath is right there. I mean, the guy, the, 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 the tank cannon wants to die. Maybe this will do it. <laughs> Uh, well, I definitely. Anyone looking around the room? 
Uh, well, we'll get to that once you shoot him. There's not going to be much on the rune after. Let's see, eight. Does this 28 points of damage? Is he within 13 meters? It's like, yes. Okay. And then 20 pen and, yeah, 20 damage. Right. Uh, you, some impromptu welding uh, past the you know, massive armor plate covering his back, just burn right through. Uh, there's no blood because you're auto-cauterizing whatever you're hitting, if not just, you know, vaporizing it. Uh, see it go through him, sort of and into the display tank, which sparks and hisses, and he turns around, and everybody will initiative. And it's your father! Oh, God, Dad! <laughs> no! I killed you once, I'll kill you again. Do you have tactical something or other? Yeah. Is that plus, plus one? one? Plus one, yeah. Even higher. What's your agility, Kevin? Uh, agility three. No, your actual agility. Oh, agility 32. He goes before you. Oh, fuck. And he can have like a 34. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, 34. Yeah. Son of a... (laughs) He wouldn't have beaten me. Should I start? Uh, Yep, so it goes to you. How feasible is it to send a a Goliath in there? Just blow him up. To what now? Uh, Just do what? (laughs) A little little tank. Throw the Cyclops in there? Oh, sorry, Cyclops. I've been calling Goliath for some reason. Sorry, yes. Uh, let's see. What's the... I like Goliath. where your head's at. I feel, like that, I feel like that will kill all of us and maybe him. That seems acceptable. <laughs> if you send it where he is, it'll, you'll be in the blast range. I that much prefer sense. a tactic that will kill all of him and maybe us. <laughs> maybe <laughs> like send it behind him, maybe. Can so maybe he's cover for us? But he's at the console. Can we even send it behind him? Just let's just shoot him with our guns. <laughs> he could still right. park it in the command room and Yeah, uh, we, we can have a last not detonate it yet. Ooh, yeah. maybe you can set it so that if all of us are dead it explodes. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> none of you guys have like biomonitors. Damn it! <laughs> the, only, like, the only one of us who could do that is Cornelius. But I'm maybe gonna, that way anyway. Because no, just, just just make it so that someone has to say a passphrase every round, or it explodes. <laughs> I'm just gonna park it. Uh, I'm just gonna park it bit at the uh, behind him, like as far as I can. And uh, if too many of you guys die, I'm gonna blow it up. If I okay, feel I in danger. I think it's got enough tack movement to move that far in a round. So yeah, that's your round. And I've got this oh. image of like far future grim dark penis game. Where everybody's trying to shout the the passcode without being noticed by the orc. <laughs> <laughs> We're all trying to work it into battle conversation. <laughs> and the passcode is actually penis. <laughs> nice shot. Don't get penisy. So uh finishes coming about face though he 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 looks at the Cyclops driving by him quizzically <laughs> for a second. Pro control car drives past him. Which ones are you lot anyway? Which ones? Ethereans. Two I sure. 
Humans are just like us when you think about it. Is he about to give us a liquid fucking snake monologue? You see the bong in his other hand. No, because, of the, because he's raising his uh, not quite rifle. Uh, so if someone, if like Picasso designed a Goss gun, oh, uh, no. oh no, I hope it only has one shot per round. A shock attack gun. I, hope it I can have a blast guarantee gun. you it has more DACA than that. Maybe it only has one really big DACA. I can't wait for him to just run up and hit one of us with it. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> Secret technique. So it fires semi-auto. Do one hit to Fort, one to Cornelius. Uh, so you guys can make dodges. Man. Have to. I'm getting shot. I'm blowing up mm-hmm. that cyclop. Um, dodge. That's not gonna happen. I'm at minus twenty. Neither dodge nor force field worked. You know uh, what? Dodge. <laughs> Fort's dead. Well, Fuck. Your force field? I think it's implied that we all bought them. No, I did. I'm saying. Oh, you're meaning for Cornelius? Yeah. Roll your force field, Cornelius. What's force field? Uh, roll a d hundred uh, and see if you get under thirty. If you get under thirty, you it also misses. But if it gets ten or lower, it also fails. It it, no, it doesn't well, fail. It, doesn't it shorts fail, out. It successfully blocks it, but goes out for a bit. Well, I fell my dodge, and I fell my force field. Okay. Goodbye. Um, <laughs> is this fate point worthy? X. I mean, at worst, I'll have to burn it. I doubted it for me. Yeah, I'm more worried about the squishy sight. Uh, not sight, but the squishy tank. Yeah, I mean, that's a fair thought. Uh, it very possibly could be. He does have pretty good agility. I, yeah, he already failed to dodge, though. Except I don't have dodge, so I roll at 34. How do you not have dodge? Uh, We're playing to be out of a tank. That's fair. <laughs> I, have, uh, I have gout. <laughs> It might be worth rolling. All right, I'll use a fate point. And do I? Can I keep it again? If you got the d10, roll again. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. Okay, cool. Yeah, you I can keep it all the time. And I rolled 95 on my dodge. So no, I rawhide armor. Rawhide armor. That's fine. All right. Uh, Cornelius takes 17 pen nine. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? You what? Well, that's a crit. You fucking what, mate? That's not what? too unreasonable. I mean, that's complicated. No, that's, that's eight and a nine. Uh, oh. And... You fucking what? And... Is this just straight 2d10? Yes. God damn. Uh, and four, take uh, 13, pen nine. Okay, that's not bad. I mean, you're right. It's, it's not last cannon damage, but yeah. He's going to have to work a lot harder to hurt for it. <laughs> I mean, it hurt me, just not a lot. The uh, he's going to shit. It's uh, your armor is going to be useless against that penetration, but subtract yeah, your, your toughness bonus from the seventeen. Uh, my toughness. Let's see. So nothing. Two. So you get fifteen damage. Wait, wait, what? So yeah, that's a- <laughs> two is really low. He never <laughs> expected to not have a tank in the way between toughness goes that low. I got oh, fifteen God. out of. Eight out of nine. 
So you take a six energy crit to just check. Oh Jesus! God damn. The seventy-two, the body, I think. No, that's up to seventy. I think it's a leg. Legs. Six. (laughs) Yeah, six energy to the legs. The attack burns the target's foot, charring the flesh and emitting a foul aroma. The target must make a toughness test or lose the foot. That's not gonna happen. Yep. Also, you that's take fine. two. Also, you take two. Yeah, fine. Oh shit! The two fatigue sucks. I rolled two out of twenty-eight <laughs> on a success. <laughs> oh, cool. You, 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 re- you only reduce your movement by half rounding up. You still take two fatigue, two which fatigue I think knocks you out. <laughs> I don't know if fatigue works. If you have as much fatigue as you have toughness <laughs> bonus, you get knocked out. All right, I'm knocked out. <laughs> oh. So it's you shoot him in the foot with a gun. Right. You brought him it's along, like, eh, guys? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a zap gun of some sort. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Maybe I will push next time. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Okay, that's not good. We can take him, though. Hear a, a snort of laughter from behind the welding mask. All right. Comrades, cover us. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'll do the, uh, let's see, covering fire order. And 65 out of 61. Never mind. Cool. Uh, every, how far every, away is this guy? Everyone's uh, uh, the lieutenant. 12 meters. 12 meters. Uh, charges what multiple of your uh, speed? Uh, three. Okay. Is there anything near him that's... Yeah, there are... Um, there's there's AP2 cover everywhere. Just the, the banks of... Uh, there's like you know control consoles and stuff like that. Yeah, but AP two doesn't do anything for us. It literally just makes it so our armor equals his pen. <laughs> no, no, no. His his pen changes round by round. Oh shit, that's amazing. No. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. Right. Okay. Orc weapons. <laughs> that was a good round for him. <laughs> also, yeah, also no whether shit. his shit is energy or impact changes. Oh my god, this is the best weapon that exists. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, surprisingly faithful to the board game. <laughs> I guess this is like the best way to be like, I want to be potentially faithful or uh, fatal, but give them a chance. <laughs> yes, the best way to do that is to make it random chance. <laughs> I think it's more like, you know, most other races, they want a consistent gun that does what it's supposed to do, or just crank it up until uh, sometimes it's awesome. They just crank it up until sparks come out. They don't check to see if the sparks I mean, stay there. When you think about it, right? Like, you know, the human sort of human and space marine standard, a bolt gun is, you know, D10 plus five, pen five. This is two D10, pen one D10. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, the average, it's as good. That's the best. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> At least it's not a shock attack gun. I mean, on average, it is technically like 0.5 better. So, uh, can you re- remove toughness test with a Medicaid check? Uh, bu- 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 or remove, remove fatigue? Sorry, no, no, I don't, don't think don't you so. We have stim. You guys have stim. Have just, stim. Sh- just shoot yeah. him up. <laughs> yeah, just pulp fiction his ass. Can Dominique do it? No, she is wayward without her. Uh, you can't use comrades with knocked out people. Can't do stuff. Like and just with glee that this asshole just lost, almost lost. Is, also, maybe that just like that huge grin across her face, like oh, thank God. <laughs> the only I thought he'd stay in the tank forever and never die. The only has half a foot that I can run away from him. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> All right, he's gonna pull out a dose of stim, toss it to Faye, and say, uh, "Go inject Cornelius." And then he's yes, going sir. to run to basically like a you know a charge distance, which is six meters for me. So six meters mm-hmm. to his left or right. Okay. To try to split his attention and get down behind something. Okay. And then get behind cover, behind All the door. Right. Uh, down a fort. Covers for people who can't punch him in the face. I'm going to charge him. I have exactly 12 meters I can cover with that distance. That's how far away he is, right? Yeah. Great. Okay. Um, Take him to SummerSlam. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Fort's just going to barrel forward and, like, while pounding, is just with me, pointing to Bastion and just go in with the claw and try and just jab into this guy's torso. Push right. Big Mech for SummerSlam. Here. Uh, so, you guys can work out the math. Uh, cause you'll know in a second anyway. So let's see. Big Mac versus Big Show. So what did you make the companions do anything extra, Kevin, or did you not? Just making sure. Nah, I blew it. No. Uh, that, okay, that's fine. I just wanted to make sure for figuring out how this works. Those how big is he for hitting? For hitting? Plus 10. He's plus ten. For hitting. Plus 10. Okay. Okay. So that is five degrees of success. All right. He will try to parry that. Or no, he can't parry. He's got. A... Oh, great. Uh, so he'll dodge. He won't dodge. Uh, roll damage. Okay, let's see. I linked his defensive stats in the chat, so you yeah, guys can yeah. figure out numbers. Um, okay, so let's see. Uh, how do I know if I hit the chest? What would you roll to hit him? It was a 42. So 24, so you're Actually, not in the chest. Six um, okay. Uh, a f- let's see... After all the reductions and everything been applied, that is 22 points of energy damage. Good. That's pretty good. Hit him in the yep. leg? Uh, it was a 42, so turns 24. into a 24. That's, I think that's leg. Uh, all right, so you uh, bring your, your newfound toy uh, you know, into his upper shin. You feel it go past the like tank door he must be wearing there? Uh, and dig into flesh. Uh, he kind of howls a little bit, and then so there's uh, some meat under all that metal. Nice gubbins. I'll be sure to tell the, tear the rest out afterwards. What, what are either of them talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Just shoot him. I'm working on it. It apparently takes a long time for me to pull the trigger. <laughs> anyway, that's me. Yeah, because that's full action charge. All right, down to Jorms. Uh, yep. Okay. How do you feel about a big old hit to the left arm? One sec. Target selection applies, so no penalty for firing into melee. Um, dodge is reduced by something like 60. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Nope. No, not 60. Uh, clearly, his force field was not built by him, it was built by me. Axe. Oh no! Axe works. Fucking fifty force field that has missed twice. It's going good so far. All right. Fuck. (laughs) Produced by Axe works. I make no promises. This ain't gonna be pretty for him. Smiling John Stanzione on the label. Forty-six damage. Pen ten. To the the left arm. So it takes 39. Uh, 
need the uh, three energy result from wherever you hit him. Oh, so close. <laughs> three. Three to the arm. The, the arm suffers superficial burns, inflicting no small amount of pain on the target. The target may only take a half action in his next round and suffers 1d5 levels of fatigue. Oh, yeah, five levels of fatigue. <laughs> We've almost fatigued him out. <laughs> Oh man, I just want my next turn to come around. I have something I really want to do. <laughs> I hope he's using a heavy weapon. It's a basic. Damn it. No aims, though. Oh, this motherfucker has bulging biceps anyway, but uh, that's just I, part of his... I think bulging biceps still requires you to take a full action to... I don't know. No, it's your, your weapon counts as braced, so he doesn't need to brace it, but it's not a heavy weapon. Uh he doesn't, strictly speaking, need bulging biceps unless you asked him to heft something, but... Oh, right, sorry. If he's using a, a full auto weapon, he needs the full action. My bad. Not heavy. Alright. Uh, next up is uh, Aloysius. I know, Can that shield block psychic shooties? Do you want to find out? <laughs> Can you psychic shooty safely and not hit us? I'm not sure if that is, but if so, do it. Just Yeah, you, no, you don't get firing into melee for psychic. Okay, cool. Well, I just, I don't, I mean, I want, I think it'd be cool if the captain or Algren did the finishing. Um, hey, guys, I've been, I mean, I've you're, thing. but it's Force combat, so I need to kill. You are launching fire. Force fields can block it. Like, so, so guys, I've been doing this wrong the whole time. I thought a full, full auto burst used full action. Oops. Oh, you well, could have been I hit, um, does he 46. force field? Let me try. Yeah, this is what he does. Hot seven. Uh, it, it overloads. So. <laughs> Alright, you fucked up his force field. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> My speaking, it saved his life. Uh, oh, yeah, no, this definitely would have killed him. Uh, maybe a uh, maybe a tough or actually. Oh no. <laughs> uh, what am I making against this thing? 11 energy damage, pen zero, even get through. Oh, no, meat. yeah, it doesn't do anything to me. Okay. No matter where it hits. doesn't get through his meat either. So <laughs> it sparks out. Uh, and Fortnum just stayed deadlocked again. <laughs> as a wave of electricity zaps through two of you, but you're both too swole to give a shit. <laughs> so Actually, I, okay, I watched about the captain or Ogren or a groggy tech nerd. <laughs> <laughs> with a <little> gun. <laughs> Back up to Groggy Tech Nerd. Uh, as um, Kevin's comrade came over, gave you a dose of stim, so you aren't affected by fatigue for the next few minutes. Or is it rounds? I forget. It's probably more rounds prone? than this will take. But yeah, it's he's a prone. fair amount. It's enough for like a whole encounter. Yeah, yeah. 2d10 rounds, I want to say. Yeah. I think it was just a minute. Uh, it could be. If it's 2d10, I get 16. It's either slaughter or it's just a minute. I'll check. No, it's fine. Either of those, it's... This isn't the last 10 rounds. Uh, one way or the other. So, uh... 3d10 rounds. Yeah, so, Cornelius, what do you do? You are prone, but awake. I'm gonna crawl away. <laughs> Reasonable. I'm gonna crawl behind something if I can find some cover. Your yep. half movement to do it because of being your foot nearly being fried off. Yeah, I'm gonna take my entire turn to find somewhere to hide. That's what I do for my other half action was take cover. Yep. Yeah, that's fine. Uh there's enough there's enough 
computers and uh, you know consoles everywhere that you guys can find some. Like I said, two AP almost everywhere within movement. So, okay, next up is him. All right. I uh, see. He is going to. Oh, the hell. He will uh, drop the gun, uh, take his wrench, and try to bash Fort to death. Uh, so, uh, he does hit. 37, field. 73 is the. Force field doesn't work. Uh, can I still use reactions after a charge? I think I can. Yes, yeah, so if you didn't all out attack, you can still use reactions. Yeah, I can't all out attack during a charge, they're separate yeah. actions. Uh, I do parry with my mace fist since I have them the other hand. Okay. Uh, just a swing. I just punch his, <laughs> punch the uh, wrench in the air <laughs> just to collide. And uh, next up is Kevin. All right, I'm going to uh, charge him with the power sword. All right, everyone trying to get that last hit in. Counting two. It only counts as one. Uh, let's see, thirty-five out of what's the charge bonus? Twenty. Plus one. Or plus one overall. It's just, it's plus twenty, but you don't get the single swing bonus. So right. how big is yeah. he? Plus ten. He is plus ten big. He's a big boy. 30. He's talking. Okay, so that's me at 66, 71, or 35 out of 71 is three degrees. Six. Yeah. Yeah. Does and he dodge or parry? Uh, he used his reaction already. He, he just took his turn. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, yeah, he will try to parry that. Uh, we'll spend one of his touch by the fate points. He does parry that. Uh, but his wrench dies. Oh boy! <laughs> Crack! Aw! We are Worth si- it. we are systematically probably- removing every piece of equipment this me- this orc owns. That's probably the best I could hope for because uh, I probably wasn't going to get through that armor. Womp! Because I think I hit him in the chest. As he tries to knock it aside, he, he manages to to like fuck with your m- momentum enough that you you know end up swinging past him. But uh, in doing so, you like your sword just cleanly shears his wrench in half. Uh, next up is Fort. All right. Well, Fort's just uh, gonna raise the claw up high and try and drive it down with an all-out attack. All right. You can't dodge. That is eight degrees of success. All right. Well, damage. It's an energy weapon, right? Yep. I'm on the critical chart. <laughs> let's see. That. So let's see. Adding the pen so his armor basically doesn't exist unless I hit him in the chest. What? What is chest locations again? 20 30 through 70. Yeah, 30 through 70. Okay, so I would have hit that. Um, so the pen would end up being between the half strength from hammer blow and the normal pen would be Nine, so he's treated as having five armor. And then it did, let's see, uh, so that's 34 energy damage reduced by 12. So 22 energy damage to the body. All right. He subtracts seven. So no, um, yeah, 10 energy to the body. The target is completely encased in fire, melting his skin and popping his eyes like superheated eggs. He falls to the ground a blackened corpse. And in addition, if the target is carrying any ammunition, there's a 50% chance it explodes. Uh, okay, I rolled. Call under or over 50. Uh, I like over. 
Uh, yeah, doesn't explode. Uh, if he has any grenades or missiles, one round later, they're going to explode. He does not have any grenades. That... But he does have missiles! <laughs> Alright. Uh, it, it actually takes him a while to fall, encased as he is. Uh, like His legs just give out, kind of hangs it, you know, knees, on his knees, and then eventually kind of keels over as the suit surrounding him just sort of crumples with nothing inside of it. Uh, with a quick look around, uh, you see, you know, there, there's been some incidental damage to the consoles, uh, but nothing too serious. Oh, also, there's a there's a torso and a head chained to one, chained to the right wall separately, or uh, the torso and the head are together. Occasionally, the head moves. It, it appears to be trying to speak, uh, but can't. Cornelius, you're getting messages for like uh, a minute longer <laughs> yeah until you pass out kill me kill me kill me kill me kill me okay S- somebody end that thing please it's in pain well <laughs> right before Cornelius uh, himself passes out yeah we'll walk up and uh, stick a melt bomb on his chest oh Jesus there's a there's the uh uh, it's the most complete and quick way to do it. There's a cyclop right next. Uh, the the corpse, corpse looking. Uh, well, it doesn't have its robe on anymore. It's just a torso. Some cybernetics poking out of it. Kind of looks down. Uh, sends one last message to Cornelius. Check targeting data. Check targeting data. Oh, I want to check that as quick as possible. I'm manipulating the data. In the uh, yeah, the center console. That the orc was looking at, uh, you see a sort of ordinary mechanicus style uh, green wireframe sort of representation of the battlefield uh, with a cone marked estimated area of effect. Okay. And you made me a techies check with a minus 10 for your fatigue. 31 out of 74 or something. I'll probably have it. Uh, right now, it is configured to harm both human armies equally, though it hasn't begun to draw power yet. If you had some time... We could redirect could figure, it. Yeah. Oh. Am I going to pass out? Uh, within the next 30, 45 seconds, yeah. <laughs> you can always just dose up with more stim. You've got 10 doses. All right. I'll shoot another. <laughs> Pocket. Sir, sir. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Junior Lieutenant Valerius, uh, you two things. One, uh, you get a signal that the Cyclops downstairs has been detonated. Uh, two, uh, uh, Sergeant Cameron uh, sends across the Vox. There's a. They finally started to come up the elevator. Do you want me to tell them to blow it now? Try to hold. We're coming back. Cornelius. In a few seconds, we'll be caught in the blast radius. Sorry. If we, I, I think I could redirect the blast so we could hit the, the uh, what do we call it, Imperium? Yep. We could hit the Imperium base. He'll kind of look around at everybody and try to gauge their uh, reactions. 
You're just going to have to buy me some time in some very suicidal mission. Now, this is the point where you check all your social interactions with the characters in past to see who <laughs> thinks highly of you. I t- <laughs> Don't worry, you, I've got your back. You never talked to me. <laughs> you never did my loyalty mission. Yeah. Um, no, Fort doesn't look really bothered by all this. It's all way over his head. He's currently, like, picking at the charred corpse of the orc. Your call, lieutenants. I'm not a tactical mind. Can I access it remotely? As long as you stay within 20 meters of it, yeah. All right, I'm just going to crawl towards the console with Stim, <laughs> with Stim in hand. Oh, Josh is out of the chat. Oh, we lost him. Goodbye. Goodbye, sweet Josh. Over in kind of side, after this, could we uh, break and uh, try to do like a full resolution and such next week? Rather than try to rush it through? I uh, feel like depending on our choices here, the resolution might be pretty immediate. <laughs> yeah, there's not really a, I mean... Especially since next week. There's, there's not really like a... Complicated wrap-up, I'm presuming. Yeah, no. I mean, no. Well, I mean, I suppose it depends. Like, what are you... How are you approaching this problem? Uh, well, he looks at Aloysius to get his input. I, I just disconnected for the last 10 minutes, so I don't know what the question is. Oh, sorry. Uh, it turns out we basically have two options. We can either uh, stay and reconfigure the targeting data and strike the Imperials with it, or not do that. So what would be the problem with staying? Yeah, I'm not seeing uh, a downside to that, especially because... Uh, well, comes from a place where, uh, hey, guess what? I'm either food or dead if the Imperials win. Uh, well, the the uh, the weapon stem is being overrun currently. Yeah, the the, the downside is if you guys screw this up, uh, then we didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. So the side club we can detonate at any moment. That's true. Can I use the advanced med kit to try and fix Cornelius's fatigue? Can, I, f- can I fix myself? <laughs> constant stim. Give me a second. We all got stim doses. We just keep them stimmed up. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Just, I'm fine. Just uh, that's that's just red like, collared saliva. Like we, we got the advanced oh, one so one oh. of us could heal you. You're shot in the foot. Why are you coughing blood? Hold on. He has <laughs> that's a, all the stims. Uh, oh. You can spend a fate point to remove your fatigue. Oh, yeah. I'll do it. <laughs> Also, apparently looking at Stim further, because I was wondering about the downsides of using a lot of it. Uh, there isn't specifically, but Stim apparently doesn't remove fatigue, or the effects of it, even. Is it just crit effects? It's crit effects, um, and there was another part. Uh, let's see. During this time, a character ignores negative effects to their characteristics from damage or critical damage and cannot be stunned. So how to remove fatigue? Anyway, you uh, spend fatigue. point. Fate point. All right. See if you spend it. <laughs> yeah. How much fatigue is removed with the fate point? All of it. Okay. Oh, I got. I still have it. <laughs> I've been really lucky this game for fates. You've used that for like three times now. Yeah. <laughs> Raw hide armor set. Raw hide armor and set. I, I never rolled ten. I always rolled nine. So. Zinch is all up in this. Get this boy a dagger. <laughs> all right. I think this time, everybody, we're completing the mission as written. Let's go. We're getting out of here. Lieutenant says. Yeah. I start waddling out with my gun collection. <laughs> but it's, it's so amazing. The damage we could do. Yeah. Yeah. Dominique, Faye, give me a hand. He'll uh, 
come over to start moving Cornelius. I I think I'm all right. I'm just a bit slow. I didn't lose my foot. I can get him, sir. No, you go ahead. We need you to barrel through anything in our way. He pauses, nods, and then a huge smile. Be my pleasure. All right, Cornelius prepped the Cyclopses. The three of us will start carrying him back. Junior Ten, if we don't take this opportunity, this war is not going to end. This is not a weapon that's going to end the war, especially right now. It almost just did. (sighs) If you want to stay and configure it, if you think you can get it done, I'm not going to stop you. But the rest of us are leaving this orc-infested relic. This is our last chance to get out, most likely, if we aren't too late. All right. I don't have enough tech use. I would only do it if Dominique would stay. What? <laughs> Holy shit, you monster. I'm not dying without her. She belongs to me. She's oh, my property. You're just yeah. hyper Sundere. This room isn't like open to the... like. We can't see out the front of this thing, can we? No, you're getting uh, sensory data being okay. fed into the tanks. Yeah, unless it does it seem like there is if there, is there an easier way to the roof from here, or do we basically have to go back the way we came? Uh, let's see, and you could just blow a hole in the roof. Maybe. I mean, if it's the if it's the command room, it's got to be like the most fortified, but fortified from the outside. I don't know. Yeah, basically, you guys are. Let me just check the map here. Uh, you guys are in the middle, so it would be basically a hundred meters back to the stem, uh, back to the elevator, because you can stop the elevator halfway up with the uh, remote control. So uh, you guys wouldn't have to fight your way downward if that's what you're asking. Um, yeah, so we'll go back to the tanks, load the control room, back to the elevator, back to the top, and we take the lander back out you know radio in sergeant we're on route hold position and protect that lander understood yeah we'll start fighting our way back to the checkpoint see if the tanks are still there uh it is a abattoir down there uh tanks are wrecked cyclops is blown out uh entire both feral squads are down they fought to the last you can see uh, there's about a dozen orcs left. Oh, they're the unlucky ones. I inferno them. Sure. Um, so you make, way, you make your way to the elevator uh, on the staff floor? The main elevator yeah. into the stem? Yeah, we'll head back there. All right. Uh, as it pushes its way to the top, uh can hear the sounds of fairly heavy fighting outside. Uh you actually hear over the comms, uh, acting Sergeant Kalo, uh, preparing to blow the stem. Hold, hold that order. Hold that order. We are in the stem en route. Uh, understood. Did it quickly. Is Cyclop in the command room below already? I assume you said it this to is, you. Yeah, this is as good a time as any if we haven't already detonated yep. it. Let's end the timer. Plus, you got a belt of bomb strapped to the poor Mechanicus guy. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's still alive. Why don't you guys just. Put a bullet to his head. Oh, that doesn't work. I know he's Mechanicus. Ugh. It's it's pretty much a crapshoot where their vital organs may be. If you, wanted, if you wanted to make sure it was that, you could have used me. 
Just crush it. Get it all at once. Yeah, exactly. I didn't get to use it in the last fight. So. Um, you, as you see, when you get to the top, uh, the elevator uh, doors are permanently sort of busted open. Uh, sort of narrow uh, crack. You guys can get out one at a time. Uh, the fighting is still ongoing. Uh, it'd be a, a a command check. Just one last command check. Uh, three out of 61. Okay, you managed to get everything coordinated. Uh, as soon as the uh, as soon as the Kui Vale are out of proximity, uh, they blow the melted charges, and you feel almost the entire, certainly where you are, but it, uh, the whole thing sort of lurches as the large satellite dish uh, just sort of gets sloughed off on the other side. After a little bit of ore cleanup, uh, you are good to go. All right, we'll load it up and get out of there. Cornelius, can you still fly this thing? There's no foot controls, are there? <laughs> Take offense to that, but yeah. He has MIU. I don't think he needs foot controls. No, it's fine. You're going to get a medal and a uh, new foot for this. I'm going to be flying from the floor where I lay. Just <laughs> make sure I don't pass out. All right. And as the uh, Ethereum Rex Auxiliary Core flies back off towards Overpass HQ and back into a war without end, I'm going to call an end of the campaign. Cool. Thank you, man. It was good. Thank you. Questions, comments, concerns? Hmm. It was good. I, I kind of, yeah, I, enjoyed it. I missed the ramp up to the end. I didn't, it didn't really click for me, so I didn't quite do as much as I intended to, but I thought it was pretty good. I shot some dudes. Lots of dudes. I have a list of dudes I shot. <laughs> so was that, forgive me, what's the term of the giant structure we were just in? That type of thing? The Ordinatus? Yeah. What is, uh, how exactly did it end up here in an orc hand? Out of curiosity? Okay, uh, so like secrets about the campaign time. Yeah, I'm, I want to hear all the secrets. I'm uh, curious. Okay, so the reason why Hervara is such a productive mining colony is because like 10,000 or more years ago, you know, back in the, uh, oh no, 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 this is the Mechanicus, so it would be within 10,000 years, but a long time ago, Mechanicus had, you know, some kind of dark age of technology wonder that they basically forced all of the precious, rare, and otherwise useful metals and into the crust. Oh, Jesus. Uh, all right. So basically they, uh, you know, it, it sort of seeded the ground with a ridiculous amount of metal, which is why the planet's been mined so extensively that it's like honeycombed out. Uh, and they had enough left over to to build an Ordinatus, mostly for defense purposes. Uh, the The book is actually kind of purposefully vague about what did it. Um, I ended up going with that it was a technovirus, but you guys didn't sort of interact with that portion of it anyway, and most PCs won't, so it's but it doesn't really matter to you guys. Uh, but you know, the mechanics get wiped out, and eventually humanity recolonizes it, says, Oh, this is an awesome mining world, and forgets about the Ordinatus until the uh orcs find it when the Talarn crash into it. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Because it was in their territory. I, I guess everybody sort of found it. 
when the Tolaran crashed into it. But they're the ones who had to get it back operational again. Um, As noted, the or, the or, like this particular wa the war boss is like kind of smart. He's a little cunning. Uh, he tends to take a lot of slaves, and one of the slaves he took was a uh, Lex mechanic for the Mechanicus, who he gave to Nashdaka to work on this shit because Nashdaka couldn't figure it out. Oh, okay. Um. Uh, also, I guess just question for now. Um, I have a number of just curiosity things that I think would be good to have on a recording for anyone listening. Um, would you prefer to do them now or like have a post-mortem thing for it? No, we can do them now. Okay. Um, so one, I guess, is just for everyone out of curiosity since we're gotten to the end now. Um, both uh, why you picked what type of class you played as, uh, things you're happy about, uh, stuff you wish you could have gotten to on your character. I feel like I played up uh, Incompetent Command for too long. Incompetent in which way? Well, and that he was more, like, happy to have command because that's what he was supposed to do rather than, you know, being a commander for the people. I get you. So what made you want to play the sort of sergeant thing? Uh, mostly because uh, it's just something I've wanted to do is play a sergeant. Like, this was also the army I played in the tabletop game, and... Were they just, like, effective units in the tabletop game, or was it just a thing of, like, dang, it would be cool to be a commander in that sort of situation? It would not be cool to be a commander in that I mean, sort of situation. I mean, in real life, obviously, no. <laughs> I don't know, I just, I, I felt like the, the logistics and stuff are something that interests me a lot, so it was one that made the most sense. Totally. Also, no one else had kind of taken the command role, so... Yeah, like what, it's just that or Commissar, the two options. Commissar and Priest can also kind of half-ass oh, it. Sergeants are so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the sweeping uh, orders are... Though with Shield, Priests are almost as good because they yeah. get a bunch of stuff that buffs Righteous Fury, so you get it on like eights and shit. Like, it's nuts. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. Um, Is there anything you didn't get quite to in either mechanical stuff? You said in narrative you didn't quite get out of the sort of bumbling idea that you want. Not bumbling, but uh, <laughs> command for command's sake as opposed to for the people. Well, I mean, mechanically, I never got to uh, multiple guys, you know, master right? of multiple weapons. Yeah. And I was eventually also going to collect uh, more comrades, too. Just 50 Ogren. My team <laughs> is assembled. I could have done taken up to four, and an Ogren would have been the first one to add. <laughs> Unfortunately, you can only use Thumpum if you're both an Ogren and have an Ogren. Yeah, but he gives you plus 10 on weapon skill and an additional plus 10 beyond the normal plus 10 for a comrade. <laughs> and has three, has extra wound levels, so he would have been a good um, fit. So I think from a, from a GM perspective, um, I don't know, maybe I statistically like just happen to roll not a whole lot of doubles, but like, none of your guys' comrades got waxed, which was weird. You hit my guy once. Fucking yeah. bullshit. Uh, so how do comrades get hit? Doubles. When you get hit and it's a double. Yeah. Oh, okay. So doubles. you just didn't roll doubles very often, or? That's gonna be, yeah. that's gonna be less than tenth of the time. Well, to be fair, I, roll, I rolled a lot of 77s and 88s. And those are yeah. doubles, but they didn't hit. <laughs> and uh, I was really really surprised how fast those fucking that squad of mechs went down. Jesus. 
We had a uh, hard hit and shit. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Uh, we have Ortho there. Uh, what about Verborgen? Uh, I wanted to play a big boy who did big numbers of damage. <laughs> Me too. And I think I did that. <laughs> there is not a whole lot that uh, that would have made me a lot better up until the end when I re when I got some really good upgrades, <laughs> bulging biceps, target selection. It was it was good stuff. So, what made you specifically choose heavy weapons guy? Just that it was ranged and a lot of damage, or what? Yeah, it's not something I do all too often. Having the big boy with the big gun. And was there anything interesting narrative with him that you either didn't get a touch upon or did get a touch upon you liked? Or? Um, I was sort of playing him low-key in terms of uh, eventual narrative things since his whole personality trait was sensible. I was trying to sort of take a back seat and make catty comments from the background, and I think I did that too. <laughs> Not everyone has to be the star. Sometimes it's just Fort. Sometimes Fort is the star. <laughs> <laughs> it's only when he can get close enough to hit something. <laughs> um, yeah, like part of my own sort of journey of mechanical self-discovery through this. That you know, there's some. Mm, this has been challenging for me because I found it very hard to make things challenging. <laughs> Certainly, yeah. I mean. You've got all these different dimensions where people are powerful, and then all these different dimensions where people are just not able to do their thing at all, which also sucks on its own regard. Yeah. Because, like, without a tank, Cornelius has a very hard time. Yeah. Um, before the very end of the game at range, Fort sucked. <laughs> like, yeah, the, those problems that, like, if I made engagements realistic, it meant you didn't do anything. So... That's why I really downplayed the Kriegers and you guys only fought them twice. Because I realized that you know, if you were going to fight conventional warfare, half the team wasn't going to fucking do anything. And that was dumb. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you trying to do that. But yeah, it it, it seems odd to do some of the things that... Some of, some of the choices even just for melee. I have an odd one with just not having a free move really hurts <laughs> for one yes. thing. Yes. <laughs> like a fuckload. <laughs> Oh, that it is half action to move? Yeah, yeah, it's a half action to move at all. Okay, yeah. Um, I mean, if you want to charge an attack, you can do that, but, like, even then, like, if you do any sort of build around, like, all-out attack, you need to essentially wait around once you get there. And I realized after picking up Frenzy, as cool as Frenzy is, like, you have to spend an entire round frenzying doing nothing else. And that's the problem is that, you know, between the last cannons and power swords and Wolf juice... Like, spending a round to Frenzy means you're missing half the fight. Yeah, and then, like, the other time I remember is I spent a round to Frenzy and then got destroyed for doing it. Um, yeah, so, my... I mean, you know, this, like, I don't know. Part of it's on, I know part of it's on me. I'm not sure how much of it is, but I feel like this has been kind of mechanically unsatisfying. No. <laughs> sure. I mean, we got to do cool stuff. All of us did cool stuff at some point or another. So at least there's that much done. It's just the yeah, there is issues with the some of the system on making the they offer all of these things and don't necessarily follow through on meshing them together. Um, and since we're still interspersing these, uh, Josh, hit me up. What's yeah. why did you make want to play a psyker? I like psykers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a fair enough reason. 
Um, yeah, it's just... Nope, sorry. Well, to be more fair, this character I played in a very, in a, a much, in a somewhat short lived game, and I think that he didn't get to very much there. So I want this character to do sing. Sure. <clears throat> in characters in campaigns that like get very far, but uh, yeah, that's something that died on the runaway that I'm out. But we got a few sessions. I have a pretty similar mentality. Oh. Like I don't tend to reuse characters unless they just never had a chance to do what I wanted at all. Um, but uh, so mechanically and narratively, how did you uh, feel about Aloysius? Uh, mechanically, super great. He burnt. Did you not and get around to some of the things you wanted to, or did you get pretty much all of that? Uh, I ended up pretty much where I wanted to be, except I did. I wanted to get warp block. What does that one do? Conduit. Well, the warp block warp conduit combo lets you effectively push push for another one d five, and then lock which normally out makes the, you uh, phenomena, <laughs> and then take one d five damage to ignore any rolls on. Oh Jesus! Uh, the psychic phenomena table. Wow! You, you so get, get one alpha strike a session. Four to eight. Yeah. Though you can only warp luck once per session, so you get a plus four to eight psi rating, which is insane. Take one d five damage, which, and just yeah, you get one sick ass alpha strike. So like, for example, would have been a psi rolled max because that's more fun. Sure. I've been at an effective 13 psi rating, which gives it than 30 meters, a 13 meter radius. So it's hitting a All right. really big pie plate and stuff. And a 2d10 plus 39 damage. <laughs> sure. All right. Uh, and Or do it with my melta beam, and it would cut through a Bane Blade's armor. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Yeah, I can see why that would have been cool to have, but. Yeah, you were definitely still blowing shit up by the end there. Oh yeah, certainly. No, I have no qualms with how strong I was. That was perfect. That was good. So Camera um, and that was kind of great. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, so uh, narratively, I know you had at least one secret thing about Aloysius. Oh yeah, no, Aloysius basically thought that the way that the Empire and, to an extent, the the Duchy, the Duke, Dominic, the Dukeman, Severin yes. Dominic treated psychers as bullshit because he figured that like the emperor is a psyker the next step yeah it's dangerous but we're not just like you're not all crazy what you're we're what you're aiming for and we can keep this shit on lock enough where like we won't explode (laughs) (laughs) and so if i remember correct there was a thing Uh, specifically about that that you just generally didn't push as a result of that trying to yeah when i started i was just not pushing ever and yeah, I did not push until that one time I pushed, and then I just, and then I kept everything fettered until this last fight where I was doing unfettered because it seemed important, and they were Makes sense. really hard to hurt. So I thought. Uh... <laughs> uh, Axe, listen, we got mechanical things. <laughs> or maybe not all, but largely. Um, we engage with. So what about Cornelius then? What like about him? What made you want to go? What is the class called? Operator? Operator? Yeah, what made you want to do that? Because I wanted to drive it. Well, basically, I need a, I wanted a class where I could, um, where my obvious, like the disparity in knowledge of 40k lore would not matter as much because I could just follow the fucking orders. <laughs> uh, I, I did a similar path of that. I can sympathize. And, uh, 
so following orders was nice and being in a tank was was all right uh, at first <laughs> it, i ran into the same problem which is <laughs> like last game where i had a where i was playing in dark heresy where i was playing the uh the hand flamer guy where i kept like i don't have to roll for the hand flamer so that that part with the very powerful <laughs> just flick it on let it go. yeah there's no dice rolling so that that was a bit uh anticlimactic uh <laughs> which it was funny in itself but i guess it would have been fun to shoot some cannon at some point uh other than that considering i roll like garbage it's not so bad they don't have to roll like every <laughs> every time i shot a gun every time you not, got out of the tank bad things happen <laughs> yeah i did not hit a single bullet in um every like in the entirety of all the 40k games i played i did not land a single bullet oh jesus so yeah um so uh mechanically was there anything you wanted that you didn't really get to or were you just pretty happy with how your tank was by the end and you're you were definitely like really good at doing all the int skill things we needed done yeah i would have liked the cannon at some point but it's fine mechanicus something to sure um what about narratively cornelius i see most outstanding with his distaste towards dominique as well as also his distaste toward the uh the tech priest it's well basically the thing is that i started though this whole thing that i was like oh man this comrade with shell shock i want another one so i stuck with it (laughs) (laughs) all right sure no that makes sense because it's completely unwarranted but I don't know. We don't know what happened between those yeah, two. Sure, but it gave him a very strong personality as a result every time he interacted with anyone. Because <laughs> you could see, like, whenever there was a side that even Dominique came up for a moment, there was this, like, Ugh, roll eye. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's some space prose. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if she would have died, I would have. Well, not really, but my, my hope was to turn her into a servitor to wipe my ass. But um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I just thought of that today. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I guess I was unfair with that comrade. I just wanted one that wasn't shell shocked. <laughs> I mean, you're allowed to it's interact fine. with it however you want. It was a character defining thing, and it was interesting. It wasn't like, oh, wow, you're just an ass. It was, wow, this character's an ass, huh? <laughs> yeah. I did not mean for my gift to be taken so badly. <laughs> my Auspex uh, casing. <laughs> I just had no idea for a gift for someone I did not care about. Fair enough. Maybe like what happened is that he had such an awesome Conrad and he got murdered somehow and he's really resentful of uh, he or she Happy got them. murdered somehow and he's really resentful of the new Conrad. That does not hold up to expectation. You know, I can see that far too well. <laughs> um, so was there anything in particular that didn't come up about him that you had figured out, or were you just pretty happy with how he played out for the most part? Pretty happy. All right. Um, and I guess uh, since I also should voice my thoughts, uh, when I heard of Only War and heard of the fact that Augren existed, I knew I wanted to play one. I like characters that are, like, slightly different, but still interact with other people. Like, it's not necessarily wanting to be special snowflakey. It's just that I like operating on different levels than people at times. And in this case, I wanted to be just a big dude. Because I hadn't really played many big dudes that just hit things. They're fun. 
Yeah, it's it's very fun. Um, I, I will admit my accent is not consistent. I still wanted to do it the entire way through, and I had a blast doing it. It kept me in character very well. I liked it. Um, mechanically, uh, I basically did most of what I wanted to do. I had the idea of doing the unarmed combat stuff because like grappling people by just like and then smashing their face into the ground is a pretty fun thing to do but at the same time like there's no mechanical reason to do it and by the end other than having like the charge talents i was pretty sad like i didn't have much to get at the end yeah, other than like, it's not like uh like dark heresy or or uh, black crusade where like i don't know you know might need to like infiltrate somewhere without weapons and so like you know being almost as deadly with your fists as with you yeah that would have been really cool in flavor but why would it come up in this yeah i mean because like i'm not gonna make you roll if you just get into a fight with somebody at the camp or something you know what i mean like it's uh it's not quite not quite the same uh, um and that's sort of a, it's weird because uh like a lot of people still have a lot of stuff they wanted to do after Five grand. After what? Five thousand experience. Um, two dedications. Talents are uh, where most of your character me. design stuff comes up, and they cost a lot. Yeah. Well, um, like, um, I, was, I, was, I was talking about this way back when we first started doing, like, when we first started making the characters. Um, because Kevin was talking about how, for the iconic, I carry a sword and a pistol class, he didn't get the the appropriate things for two weapon wielder. Uh, with only war, I, I feel like these cl these classes were designed to get a whole lot of stuff at half price rather than a couple of things at almost no, no price. Uh, that would make some sense. Um, Ogren are really geared to getting what they get already. I will say. Well, I mean, but they don't get finesse, which is what a lot of melee stuff takes. You know, looking through the melee stuff though, it's mainly if you're doing like the fast attacking. If you went like the path I did to brute force it, like. Almost all of the talents I got at tier one. That's fair. Yeah, you have curious assault route. You don't need swift attack. I would love if I threw the heavy the gunner or the sentry got strength. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Just love that is, it. That is an odd one on heavy gunner. It feels it's like they weird that bulging biceps isn't cheapest as it can be for the heavy. That that seems like an iconic heavy thing. Like I, look, I look, look, say, look at the cool Catachan lady. That is the example like picture character for the heavy like she's got fucking bulging biceps look at her i will say i'm bothered that ripper charge requires bulging biceps because it was a move i was curious of taking but then like why should i take bulging biceps half of it does nothing for me the good half of it does nothing for me yeah the other half it just makes you better at the thing at you're carrying things at. you know the thing where i'm already a living weapons platform <laughs> yeah um anyway um so yeah mechanically i got most of where i needed to be uh, the Power Claw was something that I'm not sure it was on recording, but when I heard about Power Claws existing, I'm like, man, I want one. Because <laughs> we had been talking about the fact that Ogryn can't use power weapons, like, just because none of them would fit them. Like, they have... Uh, weapons need Ogryn proof if it hasn't come up enough in play. And it's uh, it really limits their weapons choices, which was really the only truly disappointing part for me of playing in Ogryn, was my limited of, like, here's what you get to use. Um... And then uh, after looking at stuff, though, um, that uh, we talked about the idea that since an Ogren's on the size of an orc, that a power claw would work. And so we talked about if we killed a knob and got what ripped it off it, then I would take it. I didn't actually necessarily think it would come up, but then Axe said that he would include one. And I was like, oh, hell yes, hell yes, hell yes. Um, 
And like it definitely set me up like another level of power after getting it. Like it added a notable amount of damage, but like I still was pretty dangerous by the end and pretty happy even if I just had used my Maze Fist, I think. Um, I guess my one truly mechanical disappointment was not a disappointment with the system, just the there was never a prime opportunity to use uh, Terramter Bits. <laughs> That's not even on Axe, it's just the that skill is super situational to begin with. Like, I'm not, I, I can't contrive a circumstance that involves you in particular dealing the not-quite-killing-blow so that exactly. you can tear him to bits. And exactly, yeah, there is blow. no blame I give on you for that. Just, <laughs> man, I would have loved to have. Believe um, me, that is a circumstance I would have loved to contrive. Because <laughs> <laughs> tear him to bits is the best talent name ever. It's really good. Um, Narrative-wise, like, I played Fort as just kind of excited to be there. Like, this is... He had a rough sort of family thing back on whatever planet he originally came from is essentially a pack animal. But this is him having immense loyalty to the dominant and now being actually involved with the frontline duty situation. Uh, even though I'd seen fighting in past and generally isn't worried about it, this is the thing where he is all out, ready to help out the people he's supposed to help out and has been raised his entire life to sell he's supposed to help out and then get to know them. And so he was just very excited to know everyone and happy to be there alongside them. Um, I mean, and, and make them eat rocks. <laughs> hey, it's a tradition. Um, I did make up some contrived <laughs> traditions and things from back where he was. Um, just because well, I enjoy that sort of thing. Talk about Ogren culture, because like it, you know, Ogren's got to come from somewhere. First, of all, they don't even talk about female Ogrens, which I find so weird. Yeah, uh, I mean, maybe effectively there aren't. Uh, oh, that like. In terms Maybe. of secondary sex characteristics, they just yeah. don't exist. Very possibly. <laughs> um, Maybe. Anyway, uh, so narratively, he basically played out who he was. He's very forward. Not I wouldn't, I hope at least not one-dimensional. He had things he cared about and wanted to do. But he uh, was very forward about all of it. He didn't really have secrets. Um Anyway, so yeah, I just had wanted to play some big guy and heard about Ogren and Only War stuff, and so just like, oh, hell yes, I'm all about that. From the first moment I'd heard about Only War, and we finally ended up playing it, so. Um, as for the campaign as a whole, is this, with some of you mentioning things about a book, is just the book mentioning the planet, or was this, like, based on a campaign book that you... This is mm -hmm. basically a faction-flipped uh, version of Final Testament, which is what it will be going up as. Okay. Um, so, what made you want to do the Ducal Legate bit? Or Dominant Ducal Legate is a particular person. Uh, actually, that was like, I was fine with doing a normal only war game um, when Josh, who was fresh off the uh, Dark Heresy campaign, m actually, most of you, except for you, Max, um, was kind of like, he was a little burnt out on being like crazy. Imperial and uh, not necessarily the religion, but the culture, I guess. Like, I don't know, you can clarify if you want, Josh. But well, it's just that it, it stymies any sort of character drama because of how intense and personal everything is, right? Especially on the level of only war. Oh, yeah, no, like you are, it is the epitome of you're a fucking faceless yeah. goon who gets flogged 
if not executed for ex you know expressing any agency whatsoever <laughs> and that's kind of the point yeah. which you know but we made this one a little closer to like it's it's more, it's more fun in the tabletop war game than it is in a role playing game <laughs> sure yeah and this ended up making it kind of well I think Saving Private Ryan is both an injustice to this and to that, <laughs> because uh, we were characters, but we also were more, even more capable than them, because they were constantly in the hell of, like, we could die at any second, and while we were definitely at risk of death, we were pretty fucking confident in what we did. Well, that's the thing, is that, like, it's funny, you read through the only war book, and you get the distinct impression that they think people are going to be all into like let's play World War One but with psychers when I don't know if you'd ever want to do that. And so and and, and the, the canned adventures sort of bear this out in that like you're always sort of a cool hot shot squad, basically, because otherwise you're some faceless fuck who's getting fed into the trenches slash space trenches slash whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh so you know that's just going to be a thing, but uh, yeah, I, don't know. I think I, I think only wars got some thematic and systemic flaws that aren't insurmountable, but you have to but sort no, of account for them. Yeah, was that the was that a written yeah. ending to the campaign or? Sorry, I... uh. Aside from there being like six le less tech use tests in this, because I'm not an asshole. Oh Jesus! Ser seriously, like to get it to fire. Um, also, uh, the end of Final Testament. Okay, like you know the two missions you guys did that involved the mole. He's a much bigger character on the Imperial side because he's an Imperial Colonel. Uh, he basically he starts giving you missions the the players and their imperials, but they all seem to all their missions seem to do is help the dominant. And so eventually, the, like you get arrested by a fucking commissar, and he wants to kill all of you. And then the the game sort of expects that you'll escape and head to the Ordinatus to clear your names. And then when you get to the Ordinatus and you pass like eight different tech use tests. You, then it's like, well, yeah, you can fire on the dominant like you're supposed to, or because the Imperium is treated like you like shit for the past two weeks, you can fucking blow up the Imperial front and, and defect to the dominant. Uh, <laughs> All right, so at least as an ending, that's really cool. <laughs> the like lead up parts seem a bit strange, but I really like that ending. <laughs> we would have died if we stayed on there to fire on the most likely, right? No. Uh, yeah. All your buddies would have died. Because they're standing in the wake of a sonic weapon, but the 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 command portion is like sealed is uh not warded. What is it? Buffered against it or something like that. Like they're not going to make it so that every time the the commander fires the weapon, it kills. Him. I think it was really more about us being swarmed. Yeah, I can imagine the one looking around the room being, "What's all this sound of wolves? It's baffling." <laughs> 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 there are actually rules for what happens to you if you, when you're in the command room when the sound weapon goes off. If you fail a toughness test, you are deafened for 1d10 days. Jesus. <laughs> so, okay. Definitely me. 
Um, so let's see. Um, is there anything particularly in the campaign that we didn't end up getting to or doing that you uh, thought was interesting or st incredibly stupid, either of those? Um, in the campaign itself, no, it went narratively, I think it went pretty well. Like, I wasn't sort of frustrated about anything narratively. Um, Would have been easier without a tank. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, the only thing that the tank did was make me spread people out more. Yeah. Uh, but I couldn't do that too much, because then otherwise your fucking tank is useless. Uh, it's... I never... I, I don't think I hit that balance ever. And um, I'm not sure if I could. No, I mean, that's totally fair, because, like, another thing to think about is, like, ignoring anything about the idea of him having a tank or the like. But, like, being melee isn't just not advisable in this game, let's be honest here. <laughs> no, it's a lot better in in the other games where stealth is a thing, where close quarters are a thing because you're in a city. Not You know, a war zone, like, there is a reason that we don't, you know, Modern Warfare 2 notwithstanding, why we don't run around stabbing each other with knives. Like... <laughs> <laughs> we fight each no, other. You're right about that. Like, yeah, it's it was clear that it was not designed with that in mind, though. Either, like, I mean, unless you had like you could do, I guess, like special ops sort of situation, but melee. Even if some of the towns do a lot of damage, you're still generally going to be doing better damage with long range weapons. Like the only uh, reason I was um, no melee does better damage. They just have a much harder time doing it. Do they? Because, like, the heavy weapon that uh, Vorgan was using by the end was, like, doing really good damage. Not even the last cannon, like, his regular one. And, like, uh, I was only doing stupid damage at the end because Fort's an Ogryn with a power weapon. To be know? fair, imagine if you had lightning attack. I guess, but, like, then the damage level I would be doing would be much lower also, I feel like. Not that, but I'm saying, like... <sighs> The damage is kind of, it's just that, like, guns have talents built into them, basically. They have lightning and or swift attack built into them. Uh, lightning attack. Oh, sure, I mean, like, per hit, definitely, but then, like, a gun can hit, you know, like, six times in an attack if they're lucky. So can a fist, but you need to pay for the fist. Can it? Can it hit, like, six times? I thought I could only hit, like, twice. At most, best. No, lightning attack is full auto for your fists. What? Really? Fuck. Yes. <laughs> That's stupid. I think you can hit as many. As many times as your weapon skill bonus? Alright, never mind, that's stupid. <laughs> I take oh. back what I said. Is I didn't no realize that was a thing, but that's because I was never going to be able to get lightning attack, ever. Yeah. And, well, swift attack is semi-auto for fists. You can hit four times with semi with uh, swift attack. Uh, you just need to roll, you know, like a zero out of 80, or whatever. Or, you know, one out of 80. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, it, it's like real life. Guns are much easier to just pick up and do damage with no sure that uh, that makes sense uh however even with that being said though um the guns are generally better for just the fact that we were talking about of range being a thing and if it exists at all like like the tank if it existed in a combat like there's nowhere that it's not gonna be able to hit that i'm gonna be able to hit and the cone will just generally make that more effective and i'm not like again this is not a thing against you per se it's just a hmm melee is not the best option um, but man, that well, specifically not in only war. Sure, and I'm not I'm not critiquing 40k as a whole. I'm critiquing this particular situation. Because Death Watch, even Death Watch, which is a similarly 
sort of organized, structured kind of thing has much better mobility options than this does. Yeah, that seems like that would help, like having like a jump pack or anything like that. A segue. Jump packs and bikes and having plus one. Though you got plus one size because you're hulking, but... Um, yeah, but I had garbage agility as like a downside, so it didn't really specifically yeah. balance out. Um, let's see, is there... Uh... Can we get an army of space marines on segways? <laughs> They're segwayteriums. <laughs> I'm just going to drop a number of spies and keep all those uh, biker orcs out of this combat entirely. <laughs> um, so let's see. Is there... Uh, I think that covers most of the things we had talked about. Um, end, uh, so end review on uh, Only War. I've, I know you've played some before, but uh, what are your feelings on it now that we're done with it? We've talked about some of the systemic issues, but like, did this make you less happy about it or about the same by the end? Less. Would you return to it? No. <laughs> He'd run it in groups if he did. In groups. No, I don't want to run it in anything. The most boring part about fucking war is the fighting. You know what I mean? <laughs> I get you. From like yeah. a from like a narrative perspective. Like it slows everything down. Yeah, yeah. It's it's fucking slow. And it's slow and yet way too fast. Yeah, I get you. Like, you like, like going back to that squad of mechs, like half of them were gone, and so when they finally got to hit, they hit with a lot less force, and it was a, it was a death spiral, super hard. Uh, so you know, it was um, no, like I, I think there are still interesting stories to tell. I really do, but I think that the system is ill-equipped to tell them. Yeah, no, that's that's fair enough. I dig that. Um, I'm a rogue trader game. I dig that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, yeah, that's pretty much all the things I specifically had to address. Does anyone else have things they wanted to talk about or comments? All right, then I will stop the broadcast. <laughs> now. All right, well, thanks for listening to the campaign, internet.